Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rise of Drekus, Chapter 2, Episode 10. Um, hello, players. My hello. favorite players. How are y'all doing? Hello. Good. How is our favorite DM, who totally didn't try to kill us last session? Uh, I'm great. Yeah, things are, oh, things are pretty good. Oh, we love second fighter that you gave us. No worries. You know, you were warned... And you decided it was fine. And you know what? It worked out in the end. And then you got a scroll of fireball and a scroll of web, if I recall correctly. So like, that is true. Aside from Elaine being on one hit points and uh, Vincent being on three hit points, I think you're all doing pretty good. Yeah. One merciful GM. GM. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for not killing us. Don't even try. Don't. I cannot participate in that. I cannot do that. Thank you. I appreciate having players. You're welcome. Well, yeah, well, I'm the one with one HP, so, you know. So. <laughs> you need it the most. Um, so this is the composition of our party right here on the map before us. Uh, looks like Little Crumb is down one HP. Vincent's down quite a lot. Vordrin, despite being the tankiest of them, still at full HP. Do we think Vordrin that Vordrin the... might actually be in on it? Is he actually working with the enemy? That's why he's not taking any damage. Hmm. I don't think so, because he's controlled by a player character. <laughs> <laughs> That's very valid. And Trump would never, Jeff would never, um, you know, backstab or. I hope not. No, he's reliable, 100%. All right. Yeah, I'm the I'm the person who's on the side of good. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, where are we? We're we're in town. Mm-hmm. We're in the outpost itself. You've gotten some messages off these boats. Um, there was a, a cute moment where Lord Campbell came to talk to sick Elaine and brought her some flowers, I think, or some plants of some kind. And, um... California poppies. That's right. And something else. I forgot what the same flower was, my bad. You know, there's this long-standing legend in California that it is illegal to pick the California poppies because they're the state plant. Um, and they grow all over the place. And every Californian I've ever known has always had this assumption that they're illegal to pick. Like, if there's a fine, you get in trouble if you pick these flowers in the wild. And it's not true. It's just, it's not true remotely. Like, there are rules you're not allowed to remove plants from, like, special, like, U.S. forests. And there, there's some rules regarding, like, where you can and cannot extract resources and, and plants. But um, picking poppies off the side of the road, not illegal at all. But everyone in California thinks it is. And it wasn't until I moved to Colorado and got curious about it one day that I actually looked it up. Don't know why this is the case, but if you were going to try and arrest Lord Campbell for picking California poppies, you can't. All right? It's not actually the law. I did not want to, but... He's also the governor, so technically you answer to him. So... You're very defensive. <laughs> I didn't do anything, okay? I, I haven't even talked about him. It's okay, I'm not going to arrest him. You just, can keep him, okay? It's okay? Just giving you a little bit of, a, a, you know, real world and in-game lore going on here. Um, but that lore aside, let's pick up where we left off with the party um, hanging out 
on one of the very rare uh, rainy days here along this coastline. It doesn't rain often. We get maybe 10, 15 days of rain a year along this coast, if it's a good year. Uh, And this is one of those few rainy days. I think our party is gathered around in the fort, resting, Vincent making sure that everyone's getting all the medical attention they need so they can heal at 3 HP per day. The enemy, somewhere up in those mountains or beyond, or maybe already having passed over the mountains and just outside the gates waiting to to blow everything down. Who knows where they are? There's no scouting. Um, What's the party up to? Depends where my injured peoples are for me. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that they're healing, so I'm, you know what? I'm probably making the teeth necklace. Oh, right, right. Like, they're inside getting treated in the infirmary, and I'm out there, outside, sitting on the steps, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, I have a knife, and I'm, like, whittling slowly into each tooth to, like, thread string. So, that's what Excellent. I'm up to. And is this in your own personal chambers? Is this, like out in one of those covered but public areas? Are you hanging out with Elaine while you're doing this? Are you hanging out with Vincent while you're doing this? What, what is the environment in which you are drilling teeth for a necklace? Um, I assume that they're inside like an infirmary or something. Uh, yeah. I think there's not a dedicated infirmary, but I think Elaine's just hanging out in her personal quarters. Unless she says otherwise. Well, no, I'm, I'm hanging out there. That's fine. If Elaine wants company... If she's in a talky mood, if she wants someone there, then I'll, I'll be happy to keep her company. But otherwise, I'm going to be outside the infirmary just sitting down, whittling. What about you, Vincent? Yeah, I mean, you you could be in my room whittling. That's also fun. I don't mind. Okay. Um, probably curled up in bed with a book. Uh, I don't mm. know if perhaps there was some information about any... I don't know if... I carry around any magical type, you know, study type materials, but I want to make sure that I knew the ins and outs of the stuff I was sent. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, I'm going to add fireball and web to your character sheet. Not that you'll have them spells you can memorize, but just so you can pop them in chat whenever you want to read them. Cool. Um, and then you can sort it all out. I think I'm going to, I'm probably on my bed, staring over at the giant portrait of uh, the Empress. At some point, I'm going to swing my legs out. Well, you said there's a giant portrait in my room. I didn't make that up. Like, you said there was a portrait of the Queen in there. You described it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to swing my legs out of bed, all bandaged up, uh, getting on my feet, because I said that even while I'm injured, I will still walk around the the fort from time to time reminding people who last time fled that i'm still around that i'm in charge and that they really let me down when they ran away right mm-hmm. so i'll i'll swing my legs out of bed and i'll walk over and i'll say karen we need to have a quick talk with vincent can you accompany me i'm still a little uh i don't want anybody invisible crack creep up on me while i walk over there mm. yes and i'll with yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll escort her. And I'll quickly make my way over to Vincent's room and I'll make sure that we like quickly open the door and quickly close it again. I'm not knocking, I'm just barging mm-hmm. in, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I feel the air when I'm in my room. When in, uh, we're in the room. I like, she closes the door and I'm searching for like an invisible, not Dobby. What was his fucking name? Nook Nook. <laughs> I'm searching for an invisible Nook Nook. I'm going like, I don't know if there's an invisible person. If you run around fast enough, they're not going to be able to fucking, you're going to feel wind at least. So just making mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Nobody you begin invisible. to search the room for an invisible creature in here. Make me a perception check at minus four. So just roll a perception check. We'll subtract four from it. You still want a 21 or higher at the end of the day. Um, I'm sure that with my incredible rolling skills. There's probably not an invisible uh, person in here. Like maybe okay, cool. if they've managed to like stick themselves up in a, a rafter or under a bed or like in a corner, yeah. you might have like, there's probably not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. I'm turning around from the door. I have my hand like this. I say, Vincent, are you decent? (laughs) Yeah. If he wasn't, I would have felt something (laughs) run around the room. (laughs) You see Vincent. He's he's got his book set down because he's looking amusedly at Crumb. He's thinking to himself, what in the world? I'm looking for an invisible knuckle. Oh. Oh. I'll walk over to him, I'll look at the, I don't know, are you are you studying the fireball page, or what are you looking at currently, when I look at your book? Yeah, it's the, it's the part about evocation magic in general, not just fireball. Okay, uh, well, I'll, I'll tap the book, um, and I'll sit down on the bed, and I'll say, um... Vincent, there is... This is a great responsibility that was given to you here. I just want to make sure that you are all right with this. It's sad that it's come to this, but this is... This will be the easiest way to solve all our problems with a grand ball of fire. Yeah, I understand that you just never struck me as somebody who likes to you know, use grand fireballs. I always figured you'd be more into big words. You're right. Absolutely. It's a shame that the wizard on the other side doesn't share my opinions. Sometimes... Sometimes when we have to do something this big, um, it can surprise you how ugly those things get. I've never seen a wizard cast fireball in my time, but I've seen someone heat metal. I've seen people being cooked alive in their armor. It's not going to be pretty. That's one of the things at wizarding school that they never really teach you too much. The aftermath of the spells. It's horrific. Yeah, it is, but Vincent, whatever whatever happens, okay, if you have to do this, if it comes down to this, I want you to know that nobody's tried harder than you to keep them away from it, and they made that choice, okay? I, I really believe that you were very favorable, and there's no blame on you if you have to use this in the end. Thank you, Elaine. Maybe you missed out on your calling as a doctor. Well, I don't know. It's just, um, 
I've seen some things, and sometimes I wish somebody came to me and would have told me. All right, well, I have to go and find Willa, because there's still a talk I have to have with her. Unfortunately, it's raining. Uh, we'll see. Um, Crumb, you stay with Vincent, okay? Make Are you sure. sure that you wouldn't like me to escort you? What if what if someone invisible comes and tries to hurt you on your way there? Well, then I have Willa with me. Crumb, I need to make sure that you're here so that the invisible people can't get me. <laughs> All right. I guess. And I'll stand watch by the door. And I'll try to find Willa in the fort. Yes. It's a lot a gentle rain coming down today. Uh, not a lot of wind, so it's just pretty still, but straight down. There's a... In your fort... I'm going to bring us to a little image of our fort so we can understand. Um, there's this... This, like, covered balcony-looking thing. If I can just remove it for a moment... Um, you know, you can see right here along this, this brick section, that is a, a covered bit where the roof covers it. So you can like hang out and walk around if it's raining without getting wet. Um, and any right. sensible person. But you can still see would, in yeah, here, right? Yeah. It's like right. a little easy covering thing, a normal, normal, ordinary thing. Um, and any sensible person would be hanging out, not in the rain. But Willa has pulled up a spot right on the fountain in the middle of the courtyard in the middle of the rain and is sitting there with a piece of wood in hand and a knife in hand, like a long piece of wood, like a six foot long piece of wood and is slowly carving, sitting quietly in the rain by herself as far away from anyone as you can get and uh, definitely in the spot where you're going to catch cold if you just hang out there too long. Mm -hmm. I think I spot her, you know, from up from the balcony, and I just look at her. Does she seem? What? What? Does she make any expression on her, on her face? Like, does she look concerned, or is she just, you know, quietly carving away? Uh, hmm. Give me a charisma check for how well to read her face from afar. You know her pretty well, uh, so you can get like a plus three on this. You've had some... Yeah, yeah. You can see the look of... Um, it's like a real intense focus. And you know Willa's backstory. She's from Outlast. It's a city in Drekus that is famous because uh, in a war a couple hundred years ago, they were quickly conquered by the enemy. And then they, uh, you know, ended up joining sides as a conquered area, like, a, like Vicky France. And, uh, no one has let them live it down ever since. And they, their name was changed from Tolwick. The city name was changed from Tolwick to outlast as a, a reminder that, the people of this place have a lot to make up for for their ancestors. And Willa is from this place, this place that capitulated kind of easily and then worked with the enemy. And, uh, you know, her fleeing from battle is, it's exactly what you would say about a person from Outlast, is that they would, like, bail at the first sign of hardship and run away. And she has been so desperately trying to prove that that is not who her people are that was one of the primary reasons she she signed up and uh yet here she is having fled from battle and terror and fright and now trying to make sense of what's going on so here she is in the middle of the, the courtyard 
yeah. carving what looks to be probably a new bow from scratch. Right. I guess I'm going to make my way into the courtyard, slowly trudging towards her through the gentle rain. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can approach. She doesn't look up from her work, even though it's clear that you're arriving, your boots splashing in the little puddles that are forming. I'm going to sit down on the side of the fountain, across my arms, and I'll wait. A minute passes. Two minutes. Four minutes. Six minutes. She seems pretty content <laughs> just to sit here quietly doing her thing. And she doesn't even glance at me. She's just she's just whittling away. She must know that you're here. There's no way that she's oblivious to you. And you are her commanding officer who specifically requested her for this job. For this this mission mm-hmm. and yet here she is for absolutely no reason soaking herself to the bone in the cool rain in the middle of the muddy courtyard carving a bow that she doesn't need to be carving because you have plenty of backup bows and she still has her own existing bow um, and giving you the the cold shoulder six minutes turns into eight minutes eight minutes turns into ten minutes not a word said. How long are you going to wait, Elaine? I'm going to wait for half an hour. Hmm. That's a long time to be in silence. It's a very long time, yeah. yes. To sit in awkward silence in the rain mm-hmm. while you're on 1 HP? Yep. Don't yeah. roll for a cold. <laughs> that would be um, one way to end the campaign maybe around minute 15 or so uh, Willow will she's got her wood lying around she's got her, her knife and her piece of wood and she's just sort of like scraping and scraping and around you know 15 minutes or so she'll just turn the knife over and sort of hold it out to you, um, you know, handle in your direction, still not making eye contact or even lifting her gaze. I'll oh, just—I'll take the knife. I'll have a look at it. I'll, uh, I'll turn a, it in my hand. It's a regular, everyday knife that you would have if you're a soldier. It's like your sidearm, or not even your sidearm, but like your—you're just a tool. Um, and then she'll sort of hunch over more and the sort of like if you're gonna get your head chopped off you want to present your neck as a nice flat surface for someone to you know you don't want any mistakes and so she'll go from leaning over and carving to handing you the knife and then just like leaning way over in a a gesture that could easily be interpreted but might not necessarily mean that like I'm ready for you to Stab me in the neck. Does she have that bow still, that or that piece of wood still in her hand that she's carving for for making a bow out of it? Yeah, it's still in her offhand. I'll try picking it out of her hand. She lets it go pretty easily. I'll have a look at her at her carving work. 
you know, it's early. It's, it'll take a long time. You don't have power tools and she doesn't have a lathe. She doesn't have um, a planer. She doesn't even have proper woodworking tools. She just got like a knife. So she's, okay. she's days away from having anything remotely resembling a, a useful bow. I will try peeling some of the, if there's still thin bark on the, on the wood, I'll try peeling off some, some bark of it mm-hmm. using the knife. She's just had it around. Yeah. Is it sharp? Yeah. It's, it's a good condition knife. It's ordinary. It's average. It's common, but she keeps her weapons sharp. So as I, I peel off the bark, I'll look at the I'll look at the piece of wood I won't look at Willow. And I will say, um You didn't uh visit me after I came back to the fort. She will slightly remove herself from that like please chop my head off position to just the the downcast, clearly depressed and frustrated. Uh, stance that she had before, but she doesn't respond. So are you not going to talk to me about it? What is her? I need to take a look at one of her stats real quick. Charisma? It is abysmal. It's like a six. (laughs) She does have six charisma. Five willpower, six charisma. Yeah. Ooh. Um, She'll finally look up and over at you. Shoulders hunched. Back. You know, bent. Um, Say I... there's, There's nothing to say. Oh, you want to at least explain to me what happened? I was scared. And I ran. I fled. I left you behind. And I ran. And at some point, you stopped running and gathered up your people, yeah? Yeah. Were you afraid that we wouldn't be able to best them? Were you afraid that we were all going to die on that mountain? It wasn't a plan. It was just overwhelming fear. There was there was no other thought with it. It was just a wave of cowardice. And you think that in the military, there's no place for cowards?
I spent my my youth, my life, my pride on not being that. I've defined myself by resistance and and um, rejection of all the of all the things they say about my people improving defined myself by proving that that's not what we are or who we are and thought after Arrow Island I'd, that was all in the past and here we are couldn't even see them and still just a, just a coward just a coward through and through I've let you down I've deserted my post. I've failed you. I failed our team. I failed our, our objectives. I've failed our kingdom. I've failed my people and my family and myself. And if there's anything I could ask of you now, it would be to put me out of my misery and never tell my parents what happened here. Uh, Just let them did, tell them I died in combat. Because if I go home, they're going to see it on my face and they're going to know. Can't live with that. But you did tell your parents that after Arrow Island, I've decided to take you with me. They know, yeah? Yeah. Well, you do realize I'm standing out here in the rain, terribly hurt, because there's no place in this entire keep I feel safer than right in this place here. If that wizard came up right now and wanted to kill me, I would not be afraid, because... I have never, for one second, in all this time that we fought together, doubted your loyalty or your capability. And if you were absolutely perfect, you would not be fighting by my side. What you mean by that? Well, <laughs> you've been my right hand throughout this entire expedition here as well as back then. We've gone through some really cruel things, and despite me losing two officers back on that other island, you stuck by me. You saw them, you saw them die, and you are still with me. You decided that I'm the leader you want to, you know, fight next to, even though I lost two others of your standing right then and there. But you believed that, 
despite the failures there, we would have a good working relationship going forward. You were not afraid to follow. And you were not afraid to come with me and be a be a partner in many things by my side. Without you, I couldn't have kept this entire fort up. I couldn't have gone on all those expeditions without you challenging yourself and keeping all those troops together, right? You've been one of the most reliable stones in this fortress. And if there's one thing I am disappointed in, it's not that you ran, but it's that you did not come to me afterwards. That's the only thing that disappointed me that day. She begins to methodically chew the skin on her lip. Sighs a couple of times pretty heavily. Gazes at the puddles on the ground. You know... Somebody once told me the bravest thing you can do is after failing horrendously, after you think you have failed everybody and everything and you are just miserable and you don't want to do it anymore, the bravest thing you can do is get up the next day and do it all over again. So all I want you to do is gather yourself up, okay? Rally the troops once more and be ready to be absolutely terrified a second time in case it's coming. She'll meet your eyes, continue to chew but bob her head up and down in understanding. Okay. Okay. Then then do me the favor and continue carving inside because the last thing I want is my commanding officer to be catching a cold out here. You have people to command there and there, and I promise you at least 10 of the men are already talking because you're standing out there. Okay. Right. Okay, because I think you have a job to do. She'll reach out for her knife and stick. I'll give her her things back. Um, she'll draw herself to full height, give you the appropriate salute, and he'll turn in the direction of the barracks and walk. I'll look at a. I'll look at a walking. Uh, she walks like a human, one foot after the other. I'll let out a, a deep sigh and I look around this fort. You can and see. it's hard. You know? It's hard being in this in this place where we're all kind of we're all out of place here. We're fighting for a bigger cause than just us. Uh we are a very mixed bunch of people who are not even born or raised in this actual place, you know. Andy Lane got Beaten up pretty badly last time, so 
She's trying the to be, you know, the leader she needs to be. She's trying to follow the words that she gave to Willa when she says, you have to be ready to get back up and just walk back there and then get cut down again because that's what your job is. You know, it does mm -hmm. count for her as it counts for Willa as well. Well, while all of this is going on, back in Vincent's room, you've got the scrolls and you've got your books. Um, I'm sure you have some small notebooks of your own that you keep track of your personal studies. Although part of your spellbook is just your personal studies and understanding. Um, it's you and Crumb. Is Vordrin here too? No, he's... Well, this is still the first... He thinks Vordrin's just hanging out around town. Okay. Well then, Crumb and Vincent, I think it's quiet in here. Rain outside does leave a little, like, pitter-patter on the rooftops, which are these, you know, rounded red tiles. Um, Vincent's clearly working on, on something. Crumb, you're probably going to get bored real quick. No, no, no. No? I've got my teeth. So I forgot about your teeth. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So the two I'm of you are working away. Quietly working away on your teeth. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, I don't think he's helping me, unfortunately, but. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. That'd be cool, though. Hmm. Are the two of you um, comfortable in your silence together? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, party, the day will pass. Um, anyone who's down hit points can gain three HP under the care of proficient healer with appropriate supplies. That brings me to full, I think. It does, yes. Brings me to just under 10%. Cool. Uh, and that brings us to September the 11th, which is a Thursday. Uh, the rain does stop this next day. Um, a nice fog sets in. It's pretty still. Oh, we don't like fog. Pretty quiet. Fog is not good. Mm -hmm. Fog is great. I love me some fog. Um, what's the plan? Is there a plan? Are we just going to sit here? Are we just going to rest until someone's at full HP? Are we concerned that the enemy might be coming for us? What's the what's the dealio team? Rom is concerned that the enemy is coming for us, like in this castle, because we don't have enough like supplies to like they could smoke us out. Mm -hmm. Um, do exactly what we wanted to do to them. But she's also under the care and direction of. Um, Elaine. Mm -hmm. Vincent's under the impression that we are taking a two ten day break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess. I don't think Elaine likes it, but she also knows that walking into battle on very little health is not a smart idea. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll have to wait and rest. Okay. I think because Crumb is anxious about, like, potentially being ambushed, 
She might. She's at full HP. She's done. She's had a whole day to make the teeth necklaces. I don't know how many days it's going to take, but she's going to go out into the surrounding area and just try and spend her time out there to scout during the day. You know what I mean? Like, why would she be in the fort if she could be out there? Totally. Um, now, you say the surrounding area. I'd like a little more granularity on that. Are you talking about the the areas in and around the town, like, you know, within a couple of miles of where you are? Or are you talking about going, you know, 20 miles off towards the mountains to scout? When- no. Okay. More of, like, immediate area. Like, if you were... If I was scared of someone getting into my house... I might go, like, to the front yard, to the backyard. Right. That okay. kind of area, just, just to, like, right keep around the fort. fucking eye out. Yeah. Not so far from the fort that if you got into trouble, you couldn't call for reinforcements, right? Within shouting yeah. range. Okay. Within, within a range that if someone was coming and I screamed, mm-hmm. someone would hear me, and not just as an echo in the distance. Got it. Got it. Okay. You can keep an eye out there now that it's not raining. Now it's just sort of foggy and misty. Yeah. Excellent. Nothing um, else for me to do. I do have some questions about your other soldiers, right? You've got 16 people with you, eight spearmen, uh, seven bowmen plus Willa. Are these people all packed in the fort with you? Are you splitting some of them to watching the town and some of them watching the fort? Like, how are you going to distribute your warrior population? Do we want Mm. to spread them out or do we want to keep them concentrated right now? What's the plan? Well... We have no idea how many orcs are actually coming for us is a problem. Like, we have no indication whatsoever how many there are. The last person to tell us about the number of orcs we might be facing was Nook Nook, and he is slightly unreliable. So... I think we still have to, for these 14 days, split people as unhappy as I am about it, but I still think that we should still patrol town. Mm-hmm. You want me to go um, to town instead of around the fort? Yes, I think you should set up in in town probably. Yeah, with half of them. Um, okay. Is that and like just have... four spearmen, four bowmen, all spearmen? Yes. Okay. No, four four spearmen, four bowmen. Crumb, make sure she has um, a horse there if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in case we need to travel real quick, can I also have a horse at the fort? Is that a possibility? Uh, you can commandeer horses from the local townspeople. You don't have any of your own, but you're a knight who's in charge of this stuff. You can just go to a person and say, give me your horse, and they have no... And that that's your right as a, a ruler. Excellent. I'll take Lord Campbell's horse. I'll commandeer that one. That one was pretty good last time. Oh, so. fucking based. He doesn't strike me as a great rider anyways. So last time we, when we ch- had to like charge down an orc uh, in the in the darkness, he had a horse there, so I'm taking yes. that horse. It was a fast and good horse. I'm yes. taking that. Um, he will happily and willingly give you his horse. Yeah, he likes being commandeered. It's okay. I'm keeping <laughs> that horse. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> been playing too much Baldur's Gate 3. Um, now, we got four spearmen, four bowmen, plus... 
crumb in town. Yeah. Is that like a you're going to patrol during the day, but not at night? Or are they going to be taking shifts, day shift and night shift? Like, we got 24 hours in a day. Gotta be both. People aren't machines. They need rest, right? At most, you can push someone 12 hours a day. Even that is, is you know, they'll do it, but no one's happy about 12-hour shifts for extended periods of time. Um... I just need some specifics. Like, if I were going to ambush your warriors in the streets, how many mm. uh, people might be patrolling at any given moment for my, you know, army of invisible right. orcs to hack to pieces? Well, um, let's see. If we have about four people patrolling in the fort, right? Then we have mm -hmm. four people in the fort who are ready for exchanging. And then we're going to have eight people in town and when and have them in four, in like four men shifts. Whenever the first four men are done, they can go back to the fort and then four new people can come back out. Does that make sense? Which shift do you want me to take? Night shift or day shift? I feel like they'd Probably. be more likely to attack during the night. Because I can see better, I agree. I yeah. think night shift is better. Plus, there's going to be more, more people alarmed during the day, like, you know, yeah. villages and stuff. So I think during the night. So four people during the daytime, four people at nighttime, then they come back to the fort to rest. That leaves you <clears throat> with um, 12 soldiers in the fort at any given time, half of them resting. Actually, eight of them resting, four of them on watch in the fort at any given time, right? So eight people are patrolling in one of the two places, yeah. and eight people are resting. Perfect. And um, in town, are they one group of four, or two groups of two, or four groups of one? Um, I will leave it up to Crumb how she wants to Crumb? handle those people. I think two groups of two is probably best, because okay. if one gets picked off, right. then the other one can hopefully... Right. run and inform. So like one bowman and one spearman, they'll be a team and they'll go yeah. together. Got it. Okay, perfect. And then me at night, I'll be kind of like a rogue agent. When I sleep during the day, I want to be clear that Crumb is paranoid as fuck about getting ambushed because there are mm. invisible people walking around mm. and she thinks that there could be invisible people in this town. Mm. So she's not going to sleep like with everyone else on a bed and be a little sitting duck. She's going to find somewhere very fucking weird to sleep. It might be, like, mm. under a bed, but mm. she's not going to tell. She's not going to make it obvious where she is. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, like, pull the are... blankets up over the pillow, which is turned to sort of, like, look like a lump in the bed while you hide under the bed or, like, yeah. behind a box. Just, like, you. sleep there casually. But, yeah, she's just, she's just very paranoid. On edge. I think... I think if Elaine realizes that Crumb is paranoid about the invisible spell, invisibility spell, she'll say, uh, maybe you should try to find a way to counteract such a spell. You know, a way to identify somebody who's invisible. Flower. I'm, I'm happy to grab some flour. Yeah. Just, I just don't know, flour, marbles, problem. coal, ash. I mean, yeah. anything is better than nothing, yeah? Yeah. Once I get into town, I'll grab, like, a bunch of flour... I'll have, like, a little satchel of it so that if someone came, I could fucking grab a handful of flour onto Excellent. them, and I'll grab some marbles to put on Excellent. the ground to make noise. And I'm um, a little half... I can actually make traps. I'll make, like, a little fucking flower trap. I'll spend an hour, my first hour there, making a little flower trap. Yeah, you can get a thing where the 
if you set the trap and the door opens, flour will just drop down on anyone walking through the doorway. So if an invisible person opens the door, they'll get they'll get flowered. And anyone yeah. who should be opening that door is going to knock first, and then you can walk over and disable the trap so it doesn't flower yeah. them. Yeah, I will tell everyone to knock first. Perfect, perfect. What about you, Vincent, during all of these um, preparations and resting time? What is... Are you are you as paranoid? Are you relaxed? Are you planning? I'm pretty unconcerned. Scheming? I keep my door unlocked, open a tiny bit. Um, keep it unlocked and cracked open? Yeah. And Vordrin uh, checked in at the very beginning. If I tell him to enjoy town, don't worry too much about an attack. It's probably not going to happen. Why do you keep your door unlocked and cracked open out of curiosity? I want to keep myself approachable. That's very, that's very diplomatic of you. I could, uh, I get very different feelings coming from you. Um, you seem pretty, pretty pleased, you know, like this is a, like everything's going according to plan. Are, are you optimistic? Or are you just unconcerned? Yeah, I'm very optimistic. I feel like when we do fight, they're going to get absolutely crushed. Uh, I don't think they're in any type of shape to mount a attack on this place. And if they did, that would be good for us. So as tragic as it would be that the town would get caught up, it would be very unfavorable for them to attack us. We're so such for, different characters. For you, this is like the peak power of your party. Yeah. I mean, I remember that they were just as injured, if not more so. So mm -hmm. they've probably got a bunch of people recovering at the fort as well. Mm -hmm. They just lost a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. To me, there's almost no chance that they're going to attack. And when I, like, across some days when I see the patrols, I see that we have a lighter patrol than there could be. And I approve, pretty much. I nod as I look out the window. All right. It's looking good. We're in a safe spot. Jungle of Death is on the other side of the mountains. We got True. scrolls. We got warriors. We got walls. We got a whole town of people. We've got all of our soldiers are on full HP. Those orcs that fled, they were fucked. They were all injured. Do they have a healer with herbalism on hand? Maybe, maybe not. They've lost a bunch of their high-level warriors. And their wizard? She's just some fucking, like diviner she's not the evocationist here to conquer things she was the person that was brought in to like inspect the land afterwards she's probably not even that capable of like a combat wizard right she might she might be a diviner or a transmuter or some bullshit like that i wouldn't go that far i okay. i respect their wizard but okay i just think they're not in fighting shape okay well it's looking good then from from your point of view yeah excellent why don't we take our first break here and we'll come back on the other side with a little more Rise of Drakus. I can find the right button. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drakus. So our party is resting. We're recuperating. We've got our patrols. Mm -hmm. um, we know how everything is going. The only question I have left for you is at what point are you well-rested enough to move on? Did someone said something about a 10-day rest? That'd be 30 HP? Is that what we need? Are we going all the way up to 42 hit points? 
I implied 20 day. Oh, you said 210 day. Wow. My mistake. 210 day, yeah. But we probably don't need that much. I was estimating. So 15 maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 15 days, 14 more would get you all the way to full HPs. That sounds great to me. Is that the plan? Sure. I mean, it's not like we know what they are planning, so why not? I'm following Elaine's watch generally. Um, but then also if let's say it got to day like 10 or 12 and there were weird ass rumorings in the town, weird behaviors and stuff. I caught a whiff of something sinister. I might run back to the fort and be like, we need to like more mm -hmm. quickly. Because mm -hmm. Crumb is just suspicious, worried. I think she's more worried than the other two, but I think that she can be more worried than the other two because she's not as injured. Yeah. One day, uh, I tell Crumb, Crumb, could you help set up that flower mechanism on my door? Vincent, I'm in town. How are we talking? One day when you come to visit me, I should say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, here I go. Yeah, you can set it up. Not a problem. Not I'll do that problem. on Elaine's door, too. Um, and I'd also like it, I'd like to rig a little bell to it, too. So that it's not just like a boof. I mean, that would wake you up regardless. But it'll go like but, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, yeah. a little, like, like a little customer little service shop. door. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And we okay. will tell everyone, knock. If you don't knock, you will be knocked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Yep. Just because I feel the assassin coming my way. Mordrin and I are, of course, resting in the same room during the night. Mm -hmm. Ah, and if there are any windows, I'd like to rig up a little bell to those as well. Okay. Um, the existing windows are not openable. They are... Good. How do they... Fantastic. How do your windows work? Let me... Um... Uh, he's planned out the window mechanics. Yeah. Well, because the fort that your fort is based on is a real fort from Santa Barbara. It is the old right, Presidio yeah. Fortress. So it's it's being pulled from, from real stuffs. Mm. Uh, there are no windows on the outside, but there are windows on the inside looking inward. Um, but those windows are not like swinging open windows. They're just like... Yes. Yeah. Um, so... Oh, right. Vincent. Vordrin's your bodyguard. You guys room together. You hang together. You've been together a long, long time. The burning question that everyone's been wondering. Is there anything more to this relationship than a bodyguard? You guys are real close. You hang out all the real time. Close. You room together. Is there some sort of extra going on here? Nothing extra past a nice dose of loyalty and honor for Wardron. Okay. This is not like an Alexander the Great and Hephaestian sort of vibe going on here. We can, uh, I will neither confirm nor deny those rumors. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, we're going to skip a little bit of time here as we all rest before events happen, because events will happen. 
before you get your 15 days. Uh, I just Doesn't matter. Why, why don't they matter? Oh, I'm just saying, you can say whatever number you want. You know, if something happens, something happens. Like, you can make plans, but it's probably not going to come that way. Yeah. <laughs> Event! A townsperson has baked a pie for me. <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Awesome. Um, let's see here. Roll for pie deliciousness. Now, that Rapscum. is a, that's a, that's a good roll to make there. That was... Mm-hmm. Need to make a little roll for an NPC over here. Um, I should probably decide what I'm rolling for before I roll a die and then interpret the number. It's usually <laughs> It's usually the right way to make these decisions. Oh, perfect. Okay. So on the late afternoon of Friday the 12th, uh, probably right around the time that Crumb is going to town to take over for the night shift, one of the goat herders arrives in town um, in a huff out of breath and you can see him coming crumb someone is like directing him in your in your direction and he runs up to you out of breath he says crumb crumb oh my god oh my god i saw them i saw the warg riders i saw uh, uh, like 10 of them or something they're 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 out west they're on they're near the uh, we're i don't know maybe maybe five miles to the west they were they were resting in, in a grove of trees during the daytime, I'd, uh, I'd, uh, they, they were there with their wargs, and the wargs started sniffing and, and, and making some noises, and I, I left one goat behind, and I, I, and I, I ran back here hoping the others would follow me, but, but they're coming. Ten of them. Orcs on wargs. Mm-hmm. Were they, were they just resting last time that you saw them? Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were like, passed out in a, a group of trees in the afternoon. Why are they sleeping in the afternoon? I mean, I guess they're orcs. They, they go at night, so they must be sleeping in the afternoon, but but there's like, they're only a few miles from here. Shh. It's okay. I, I, I forget, we'll like, get... seven miles. Yeah, I'll... I'll inform the the patrols. Um, let everyone know. And... You sure what you saw... How close did you get to them that you were able to tell? Um, I mean... Looks around the town. A, a hundred meters? hundred yards? Something like that? Okay. M- maybe 150? You know, cl- they, had, I, as they were as camping? Saw- like, like tents? No tents. They were just passed out on the ground with a... You know, near, near some bushes in a dense part of trees. I heard the wargs. That's what alerted me to them, and I went to see what you. Know, I thought maybe it was a wolf, just a regular wolf, 
Then I, I got my stick and I was ready to fend my goats and then I, I peered through the forest and got past one of these big old raspberry bushes and boom. Boards. Got it. Orcs. I, I didn't get a good head. I thought they were maybe 10-ish, but I, I didn't stick around. I, I bolted. Left my goats behind. And just for me, that's closer to the town than it is to the fort? Or is it closer to the fort than it is to the town? Um, He will... He's saying that he saw them like seven miles to the west. So it's out this way and if we scroll down on the map to that little tiny map below um we can see that you know the town is here and the fort is here so if you're mm-hmm. seven miles this way like the town is technically the closer part but only by a smidge you know they're the distances between these things is pretty close this you know from point to point here is like a mile and a half Got so it. this is maybe a, a quarter of a mile mm-hmm. a half kilometer. um I'm going to thank him. Thank you. I'm going to tell him, obviously, don't go back there. Don't get yourself in trouble. Uh, If the goats follow you, that's good. If not, we will get you new fucking goats. And I'll go into the uh, town and I will inform. I'll quickly find the two groups of people that were there. Yep. And I'll just tell them to be on extra high alert. Um, and then I will run to the fort to inform Elaine and Vincent. Excellent. This is on the 12th, so everyone can gain another three hit points. Uh, Elaine should be at seven. Vincent should be at nine. It's the, like the very next day. Yeah, well, you got back to Gosh. town on like the night of the ninth, and then you rested mm-hmm. nine to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Um, but the first rest you didn't get HP for because you spent the whole day marching. So you really only got HP from 10 to 11 and 11 to 12. Okay. Well, during our talk about the orgs, I'll let from know. I'll, I'll let people know. Probably an over-exaggerated report. That doesn't make any sense at all. Really? Why? Why so? You'd think they'd have a guard up. There's no way that guy would have made it out alive to let us know. We want the goat herder. Do you think he'd lie to us? Probably just saying things. Elaine? Well, I mean, I I doubt a goat herder makes up ten orcs that he might have seen. Um, he might have seen one and panicked, but I'm sure there was something in in the woods at least. He said he saw wargs and orcs. Well, let's assume there are ten warg riders, okay? What would you rather attack? The fort or the town using that force? Not sure. If we were to ambush them now, Neil, how long does it take us to get to the spot that will, you know, go to to describe? Mm, you march about three miles an hour, so it would take you about two hours plus time to gather all of your people. Let's call it three hours. If you'd made the call to go, you'd be there in three hours. Elaine, you need your rest. We can't afford the two-hour detour. Well, if they attack us, I'm not going to get any rest, unfortunately. 
What are the chances there are even wargs there and orcs? Very slim, I'd say. I don't know. Shouldn't we check it out at least? It's probably what they want us to do. And we can do it. We can choose not to do it. Well, if they wanted us to do it, then there would be people there, yeah? So you have to make up your mind. Either that goat herder didn't see anything, or there are people who are trying to lure us there, but not both can be true at the same time. Not both can be true. Sure, it's possible that they want us to lure us there. Um, I want to... Like, nod my head and be like, yes, yes. And then once this combo is done, I want to talk to Elaine alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Who very good. Elaine, Let's win you out of here. <laughs> very good. Go back to resting in my room. I'll walk out. Over yeah. There. I'll walk over to my flower trap. And I'll be like, well, you could at least disarm it if we're going in there. That's right. Elaine, what the fuck is wrong with Vincent? <laughs> Um... This is surely not a Vincent. That he would tell a goat herder who saw ten orcs and wargs that he was seeing things. That is clearly illogical. I don't know. Maybe that poison that he took had a bad effect on his health. I can't tell. Something has gotten to him! Something has charmed him or or poked him or prodded him or... Th that is not... Th he is not talking sensically. He, it is almost like the opposite of someone... If someone said, they were looking on, onto a field and they said, I see ten orcs and ten wargs and I was there and I saw that they didn't see it, I'd be like, wow, this person's crazy. But then also if I had someone... If I said, oh, I saw X, I saw the wargs and the orcs and then someone said, no, you probably didn't. That's also kind of crazy if someone normal is saying that they saw something like that. Like, if I say, I saw five horses on my way home, and someone said, no, you didn't. That's a, a huge thing but to pretend like you're not seeing. We need to investigate, not investigate him, but like... What, do you want to strip search him? <laughs> Figure out what's going on? Oh will my that, god. Probably. Will that even do anything? I don't think that would be doing probably anything. Probably not. You know, some sometimes they are suspicions and they're really hard to confirm. I know. Vincent is all the time. He's accompanied by Wardron. And I'm very sure if Wardron thought something was going on, he'd be the first to try and protect Vincent from it. So if anything's going on, then they're both in on it. We should speak to Wardron. <laughs> Well, yes, because he is, you know, the most eloquent man I have ever met. I am sure he will give us all the information that is needed. Yes, uh, I I want to summon Vordron. <laughs> yeah, from that was irony where you're going. Vordron! Vordron yeah. gets a call? Yeah, you sure? Yeah. Vordron will leave Vincent and come to the come back to the meeting. Yeah, Vincent? what is it? Um, there was a report that uh, a goat herder came into town and found me and said that he saw. Yeah, ten... I was here. Yeah. 
Oh, was he in the room for that? Yeah, he yeah. goes along with Vincent. Oh, got it. Yes, what do you think of it? Vordren shrugs. Yeah, Vincent knows his stuff. Uh, makes sense to me. But if you ask me, though, it's, uh, it's probably a trap. Mm. Uh, like Vincent said, there's no way that a goat herder would have gone unnoticed by a pack of ten wargs and riders. A trap, yes, but you believe that he saw them. Uh, I think he saw something. Hmm. Maybe, maybe you should have this goat hoarder talk to Vincent or something. He can do his magic-y thingies on the goat herder. Oh. Okay. Once, once Vordrin leaves the room, I'll, I'll tell him, but what if he's charmed? Because if Vincent is charmed when he does the goat herdery magic thing, he could be like, oh, yeah, he could tell that it's the truth. He could be like, it's a fucking lie. Well, Krang, the problem with magic is that it's not for the simple people of the army like you and me, right? Sometimes you just have to realize that there is nothing you can do. So if that is what's going on, then that is what's happening, and we can only do the things we want to do. The only decision we have is, do we want to stay here, or do we want to check out that potential trap, potential nothing, ambush, whatever. But there's nothing we can do in case Vincent, like, anything happened to him. Just keep an eye on him, okay? He's acting weird. From, I don't know if you realize, I am your superior. I always keep an eye on you people. Yes, just... <laughs> An even closer eye, an even more skeptical eye. Okay, I'll put my I'll put my hands on her on her little shoulders. Okay, I'll say, Crumb, I need you to look at me. Okay, take a deep breath. You are strong. You are a valuable asset. Okay, but I need you to keep a cool head on your shoulders. You might be right about all of those theories, but don't let them get to you, okay? Okay. Where's that Where's that tooth necklace you made? Oh, I'll rummage into my bag and I'll find, because uh, I'm making two, there were enough teeth for two, and so I'll pull out Elaine's, it's a bigger one by far, um, and I'll be like, here you go. Okay, is it done? Is it finished? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll I'll uh, put it around my neck and I'll say, see, we got this. Okay, I need you to focus. Focused. Yes. All right. We are going Back to, to challenge. Ch- we are going to check out these walk riders because if they're going mm-hmm. to sleep now, then now is a good time. If we want to do an ambush, then we should do it before nightfall, anyways. But they have wargs that can sniff us. That's true. I'm just I'm worried that if we try to sneak up on them with the with the wargs there, that if it was an ambush it would it would be successful. If Well, I mean we can walk into an ambush today, or we can walk into an ambush tomorrow. Orcs will always have the upper hand when it comes to ambushing. 
if mm. you remember last time. When we were trying to set up an ambush, they were already ambushing us. First time we met the orcs, they were ambushing us. It's what they do, right? Yeah. It is our weakness, they do exploit it, but our strength would be sitting in this fortress until the end of time, and that will never give us the upper hand, unfortunately. You're our, you're our leader, so whatever you think is best. Well, if this is the trap, then I will bite. I don't intend to leave these people of this island by themselves in case they are getting attacked by orc riders. Because if I was an orc rider, I wouldn't go for the armored fortress, right? I doubt I doubt wolves can actually climb those those walls. I'd go mm. for the village. And I'd hold people hostage, right? And I'll force people into making a really nasty decision. And I don't want to be in that mm. place. So I'd rather walk headfirst into a trap than being put into the position of surrendering so nothing happens to the people of town. You know yeah. what I mean? If I go down, I'd rather go down fighting. What do wargs love to eat? Halflings. <laughs> No, I'm just thinking, well, wouldn't it be so wonderful if um, I got, like, a bunch of meats from the butcher, and then I douse them with poisons, um, and then I just, just tactically climbed a tree, and when the wargs started coming, I just threw a bunch of steaks down that were poisoned, and then they'd eat them. You'd have to do it before we attack, though. I think wargs are very vicious creatures. Once they are, you know... Once, once they catch the scent of combat, they're going to be in combat and won't care about food anymore. Really? Yep. They are oh, very that's crazy. Vicious. My dog, in real life, would fucking let me die for a cracker. So that's just so hard to believe that something can be so dedicated. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> would a warg be suspicious of snakes falling from the sky as their owner slept? How well, I mean, works. <laughs> you could try to poison some food around them. That is possible if you wanted to sneak into the orc camp, but it would be you alone because I am yeah. not very quiet. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm offering, but you're the decision maker on the plans because I'm not sure what's tactically smart or not. Well, I think we should move our people into the right direction, and I think if you are brave enough, then you should do some scouting. Okay. And bring your poison just in case. Yeah. Well, I'll bring, I'll go into the town and I'll grab some, some foods to poison. Mm -hmm. You can get case. some red meats. You can commandeer some red meats as the, the protectors of the area. You have rights over anything that you might need from the local population. Sure Vincent and Vordran stay in their room, happy to know that the party isn't making any rash decisions. Yeah, I would imagine that actually sausage links would be better. Because Love with it. sausage links, because imagine you get a steak, you can smother it on the outside with poison, but like, mm -hmm. it's, you put it in a bush, it gets wiped away. A sausage link, you can kind of insert mm -hmm. a poison into it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Just Excellent. thinking realistically. Well, let's talk about poisons. You got a bunch of them, right? Yes, I do. What sort of poison are you going to... It's got to be an ingested poison, yeah? Yeah, let me... Let me see. Da, 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 da. 
Um, it's a narcotic. Narcotic mm-hmm. bee milkweed. Excellent. Okay. Um, now these things are unlikely to kill someone unless they eat a lot of it, right? Unless they, they take yeah. a whole bunch of doses. Now, a human or a halfling, an intelligent creature like yourself, you know what a sausage is supposed to taste like. And if there's a lot of something that's not in it, you're going to recognize that taste is different pretty easily. A warg, on the other hand, it might not care. It might be like, hey, there's this delicious sausage with a weird bitter flavor in it. I'm just going to eat the delicious sausage. I don't care, right? We're, you could probably put multiple doses in each sausage if you're feeding it to a, a dumb creature like a warg. Yeah, I only need it to... Well, how many doses would it take to be for a warg? Um, a warg is a medium-sized creature, so it'll just take a, you know, one dose <laughs> per per person, uh, per warg. Uh, and they'll make the same saving throw that anyone else would. A d20 plus their constitution. If they roll a five or less, they die. That's real hard. If you gave them um, four times the dose, then they would need to pass a DC 15 check, which would still be pretty easy. If you gave them eight times the dose, they'd need to pass a DC 20 check, which starts to get like in the 50-50 chance of them dying. Um, Because milkweed is a... It's usually something that you use to, to help people sleep, right? It's your your standard sleeping aid narcotic, but if you take too much of it, it can't absolutely fucking kill you. Um, so you could get a couple of these sausage links, dump all of your remaining milkweed into them, and toss I them I just about. need enough to, to put them to sleep, so... Oh, you, you're not trying to kill them, you're just trying to put them to sleep? Yeah. Oh, well, in that case, you've got roughly a 50% chance of knocking them out with one dose. You give them two doses, and you've got a better than 50% chance of knocking them out. You give them four doses, and you've got like a 75, 80% chance of knocking them out. Mm. Uh, Actually, closer to like 85% chance, yeah. I will explain to Elaine my mathematics here. How many doses do you think I should give them? Well, you want to put that into sausages? Yes. I'm not sure how many more poisons we're going to need here, Crumb. I think you should just take and and use whatever is necessary. Do I have enough to do, like, three doses in each sausage, leave a couple around, have a little extra? Or am I going to do all of it? So you, under the assumption that there are 10 wargs, you can either um, poison a few sausages very strongly so that the ones who eat those sausages are going to be, assuming you can get them to eat them, are mo- are very likely to be affected, or you could poison all of them um, at a moderate amount and give everybody a slight chance to, or a, a decent chance to be um, put to sleep by this. So the question is, are you trying to do you want to take small risks with a small chance of, uh, or with a high chance of like a, a moderate success? Or do you want to take like bigger risks and poison the whole lot and hope that you roll lucky? How, how much faith do you have in your dice? You said 50%, right? 
Yeah. One dose? I'm, yeah, I'm ballparking. 50% oh. one dose. Yeah. Yeah, I just get Can I put two oh, doses into each sausage? Do I have enough for two doses for each sausage? Um, each sausage link? So... Let's say you get... You think they're 10 wargs. You grab 10 sausages. You could put two doses in each one. That would be fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to do that. And then... But you and Elaine are going to ride on horseback out to the wargs, throw the sausages to them and run away? You take in all of your people on foot? What's the plan? I think... For me, I'm not sure how we're getting there. I don't know what the backup plan is, but what I'm imagining for me is that at a certain point, I'm going to go row. I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah, that part makes sense. But I want to... The question is, how many people do we go there with? Are you going all by yourself? Yeah, that's the question. Is this a, a crumb solo mission? Because... That's a long way to go for one halfling by herself. Or is this a Crum and Elaine ride out, do this thing, and then come back? Or is this a full deploy? What? These are questions for the big easy. That's Elaine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends if Crum actually would go. She's been a little bit hesitant going somewhere entirely by herself. So if Crum isn't like, you know, on the, I'm going to assassinate these people by myself, then I'm fine taking more people. Well, here's the thing. Let's say sausages go smoothly. Mm-hmm. Lay them out. The mm-hmm. wargs eat them. They mm-hmm. fall asleep. They're out. How, how long are they out for? Do we, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, for duration, six hours. So if they're asleep or drowsy, uh, how long would that be? Six hours? Uh... One D what? So, yeah, if if they eat these things and they fail their saving throws, they will be knocked out for six hours um, and just asleep for six hours. Got it. Or if they, yeah, or if they fail really, really badly, they die. Um, but this is a, a temporary thing. It's not going to put them out of capacity for a day or two. This will, yeah, this is the sort of thing you'd take to help yourself go to sleep at night and then you'd wake up in the morning. So if we did go and this did work then it would be like a okay now we have to go in and kind of clean it up right. right so we could also choose not to do this plan if we didn't want to fall for a trap and just have me scout it to see if they're really there but i'm not sure how that would help unless we're doing something about it that still doesn't tell us how many people so you want more people because you need people to fight and execute the people in case they fall asleep is what he's saying. Me? Yes. If if I'm going to poison the wargs, if we decide that that is what is smart, then we probably should have more people so that we can kill the wargs. There's no point of poisoning them, putting them to sleep if they're just going to wake up and we've wasted the poison. However, if we bring all of our troops out to kill these wargs and orcs, and it is a trap, and like somehow there's another force that's going into town while there's nobody there, etc. We're opening ourselves up to getting fucked over. 
it depends on what we want this to be. Do we want to go and assassinate the, if it is real, assassinate them, or are we going just to, like, check if they're really there? Um... Well, I mean, if you are stealthing after them and there's nobody there, then you can't assassinate them, right? It both goes together. Yes, but if we... If it's just an intelligence run, then we don't have to have anyone, and I don't have to poison anyone. If it's a run where, like, if they are really there, they we're going to try to kill them, then we need to bring more people. Okay, well, we'll do the following. We'll pull everybody into town. And you can go on the intelligence run, and you don't have to poison anything. How about that? Okay, so you want to do intelligence run? Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. So we're going to send Crumb out to scout these things and come back. On foot. Do you do you need people with you? Mm. We probably should have at least one. That's like told, if they hear me scream, go tell other people that I died. Well, you're probably going to need that goat herder to know the spot, right? Seven miles uh-huh. that way is a pretty generic description. Oh, yeah, that's great. Surely the goat herder is a goat herder and not going to try and eat me. Yeah. Yeah, probably someone else with me just so that if the goat herder is crazy. Okay. That I'm not going to get killed. I'm going to try and find Vincent. Yeah, no, just... not Vincent. I'm really scared easy to do. of Vincent. I'm in my room. All right. I'll 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 knock on the door. I'll say, Vincent, are you here? Come in. Make sure to... Oh, hold on. Uh, Vordrin, go get that flower. <laughs> There's a little <laughs> bit of scuffling, and then the door opens for you. Like, all right. Um, Vincent, do you have any spells prepared for today? Oh, of course. What do you have? Uh, the usual. I uh, got the enlarge, strength, sleep, hypnotic pattern. Um, since we're lounging around town, I took two of the more uh, personable spells. Mm, so you don't, you don't have any invisibility for today? Uh, no. Why would we need it? Oh, I don't know. Last time we did, we needed it and it wasn't prepared. I'm not blaming you for it, but it just comes up sometimes. Um, all right. Oh, thank you. I'll close the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strange... I call, call on to That was a strange question. Are you Elaine, sure you don't need anything? Elaine, let's, let's say that I get there and there are wargs and orcs. How does that information change what we're going to do? Does it matter? Should we just leave them be? If they're there or not there, us knowing the information. Crab. Yeah. Listen. There's no way we are going to be safe about anything. Every single decision we make can fail. Okay? We're not informed enough to make a good decision, so sometimes you just have to choose one and go with it. Okay? Mm -hmm. And if I have to make a decision, my decision is to trust into my people, okay? To trust Mm -hmm. into the things I know and trust the only things I can judge because everything that is out of my scope, I cannot take into account, okay? I could walk out of this fort, there's Geraldine standing there, fireballing me the second I take a step out there. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the risk we're living with. So, what's happening is all of us, I'll point at the door, are going to town, okay? Oh, wow. 
And you are going to take the Goat Herder, and I'm going to give you two bowmen, all right? And you figure this out from a safe distance, and you come back to town and tell us, okay? And if anything goes down, then it's going to go down in town. Okay. But let's say that we get there, and there there's no one. The Goat Herder was just seeing things. How do we proceed? We just continue healing, waiting for the attack? Well, we'll proceed then when we know what's going on. We'll make our new decision based on the information we have there. If it's a trap and we're sending three people out, it could cost us those three people. I just want to make sure that if, if people are going and risking their lives, that it's going to make a difference. Like, if we get there and there are orcs, are we going to surround them and kill them? No, because you're going to be four people and they're going to be ten orcs with walk right with wargs. Probably you're not going to tell kill sure. twenty people by yourself. I'm saying going back, like we'll go back to the town, tell people, and then we're going to try and kill them before they come and attack the town. We'll figure it out. Kron, your Kron job wants... is doing a scouting mission. I can't make any decisions right now with the information I have that goes any further than you checking out that spot, okay? Crumb is not satisfied with that explanation, but she, she's going to do whatever Elaine like, instructs her to. She wants to know that, it, like, that we're not just throwing people at things to make decisions just because we like you know mm -hmm. she wants to know why we're doing mm -hmm. this because if it makes to no difference more information if you get different <laughs> information if i tell you we're going there to ambush and kill them if you find them and you get there and find some information that contradicts us and we're just wasting time arguing here because we don't even know what's going to happen right no, Grandma's gonna do it if you find out there are actually four war riders we're just going there and we're killing them Right? If they are 10 and 10, and you tell me, oh, and one of them, by the way, is Geraldine, then we'll have to think about if we're going That's or true. not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Crumb, two bowmen, and the goat herder. And these are generic bowmen, right? These, are, these aren't, this isn't Willa and a bowman. Excellent. By right. the way, uh, Vincent got asked a really strange question. So Vincent tells Fordrin, Fordrin, could you go out and follow Elaine and see what she's up to. I'll be I'll be back in front of your door anyways, and I'm going to. I guess I'm right there as Wardron opens the door. Oh. Yeah, Wardron backs up. Ah, Elaine. Hello. Yes, hello. I'm going to stick my head into the, the room and say, uh, Vincent, um, Pram is going out on a scouting mission just to figure out what's going on. We're going to town. Are you coming with? Sure. Didn't have anything to do with those wargs, did it? Well, we're just checking. Better safe than sorry, right? We're not going to attack anything. We're just having a look. Wait, why are you sending our one party member alone into a bunch of wargs if there are wargs there? Well, she's the sneakiest of all of us. Sounds like if she's caught, she'd just be eaten alive by wargs. True, but you were also the one who said if there were any wargs there, then they would have sniffed out the gold herder. So, you know, which one yeah, is it? I mean, there probably aren't any, but that's why I suggested doing nothing. 
Um, you know, I could just talk to that goat hoarder. Uh, I could probably stir his memory. We should well, probably if you do wanted that. to. Sure. I didn't realize you were that concerned. I was just ready to call it a day. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, bring me this goat herder. Yeah, you can find... Do you want to go to town? Or do you want me to bring him to you? I don't think we need to make any rash decisions yet. Let's just talk to this goat herder. You can go to town. You can find Brandon, the goat herder. He's over at Murky's Tavern, telling the story about all the wargs that he saw to all the other people there. Everyone's listening. He's describing the, you know, the hair on these creatures, the smell coming off of them. Um, you know. Yeah, as we get in, I imagine he's telling the tale, and I'll approach him and say, I guess uh, he's known as Brandon. We've met him before. Yep. Yeah. Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, I don't think you should be stirring up these uh, tales. Uh, Can you come with us for a moment? We want to talk to you more about this. Yeah, yeah. And he'll step out into the city streets in the afternoon. Yeah, we got somewhere where we can talk alone. I look around. Yeah. Uh, what about my house? And he'll take you to his little shack on the north side of town. Sounds good. Uh, I'll go with uh, the rest of the crew, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The the party can arrive, and he's so pleased to have, like, Commander Elaine Pentelin here in his little hovel. You know, he, he goes around. He has you wait outside for a moment while he tidies up first. Um, and then you can enter in onto the, the dirt floor with the little table. His dog's out Aww. back. Um he starts a little fire, puts a, a big old kettle over it, slow, you know, gets it ready to to boil. Nice. He's a young guy. Brandon, could you uh could you sit down? I I need you to recall everything you can about this. I'll cast a spell to help you remember. I need you to let that spell wash over you and embrace it. Then you can remember and tell us everything about what you saw. Okay. Do you want to DM me what spell you're casting on him? No, I'll just uh, publicly. Actually, I will okay. DM you. I will DM you. Peach, Peach, get ready. Okay, you need to sneak around him. You need to sneak around him. It's happening. Get ready. I'm telling you. Get... Sneak around who? Well, take a guess. Vincent. <laughs> Read the room. Read the room. Okay. Read the room. All right. Ah, uh, Vincent. We'll cast a spell. None of you are spellcasters. You have no idea what spell this is. But he casts a spell upon the young man, the young Brandon, who lets the spell wash over him so he can learn everything. Now, Brandon, please tell us everything uh, about your day where you went up to these uh, wargs and orcs and saw them. Uh, Tell us all you... Tell us the truth uh, and everything factual about what you said or what you saw I was walking my goats we were leaving the hills coming back towards town after a couple days out in the the farmland and the the pasture lands when I heard a howling of a wolf and wolves are dangerous wanted to know if there were any threats to my my flock or the town so we went closer to where the sounds were coming from they were coming from a woods the section of trees section of oak there's a big raspberry bush on the far side of the creek that i was crossing 
So I went up the dry creek, past the bush, peered over it, and there I saw ten wargs and ten orcs. I, I didn't fully count them, but I think it was ten of each. And I saw the wargs. They were adjusting themselves. And I saw the orcs. They were laying on the ground with their weapons and their armor all scattered akimbo. And so I left. I ran as fast as my feet would carry me. I left my, my goats behind and everything. And I got back here as quickly as I could. Were any of the... All of the orcs and all of the wargs were all asleep, I ask? I only saw them laying on the ground. I didn't see any standing. I nod. Thank you for your recollection, Brandon. Anything. I'm glad I could be of service. I'll I'll ask Vincent. Obviously, he can lie, but just to know what he cast, I'll ask him what what magic did you cast to help him remember? Oh, I cast hypnotism on him. How does that work? Uh, that made him recall us uh, that made him follow the suggestion that I gave him the suggestion being to truthfully recall everything that he actually saw oh okay you think there's a possibility that they caught him and put a spell on him and sent him back yes I think that's exactly the case because mm. that's what it sounds like to me mm-hmm Which is why we should definitely not do the plan that we were thinking of doing. They clearly are anxious. They want us to change up our pattern. So we should not let them dictate what we'll do. We should simply do nothing. Go go take a day's rest, Elaine. The man said they had their weapons scattered about, yeah? Yeah, that's nonsensical. This is clearly some sort of illusion that he saw. Uh, have you left the room, or is he still sitting Oh, we've here? left. Okay. Yeah. That'd be really hurtful to him. <laughs> is oh, there... I, I do tell him, uh, please don't spread word of this. Uh, we don't want the townspeople to panic. Well, I've been telling everyone that would listen. Great, fantastic. Well, I'll forget. Is that something you just felt like doing, or is that... I I guess I'll just leave it as... What what made you want to tell everyone? Well, everyone should know if there's orcs coming to town, they should get ready. Do you Hmm. have detect magic prepared? Uh, No, sadly. I do have this other spell. I guess I can... I'm not sure if it's, like, universal, but Detect Magic and other campaigns, I don't think you have it right now, that I've played, there's, like, if you cast it, there's, like, an aura on people that are, like, charmed. That would have been cool. Do I think that would work if I had Detect Magic? Um... I'll post it here. Mm Mm-hmm... You can be. Did you do? 
yeah. totally homebrew from the other person or the other campaign I've played yeah. in. Well, let's see. I think it is fair to call it a magical aura. I do think that is fair. I just want to double check the the, the, the charm person spell. Yep, it has a nice long duration. Yeah, if the caster... Yep, a dispel magic will break it, so there must be a continual aura of magic around you until the spell is broken. So if you could cast detect magic on someone, you might notice that they had some sort of magic on them. Um, you might not know... If you roll well on your, your dice, you might know that it's an enchantment-based spell, but you wouldn't necessarily know that it's charm person, right? It could be any enchantment-based spell. Mm. But you would be able to tell that there's there's a little there's a little magic aura around this person. Right. Well, the one thing we the two things we definitely shouldn't do are one, overreact, two, send anybody into that trap. Yeah. I say we just relax. I don't know about relax, but I I don't think it's smart to send someone out there yet. But it is Elaine's call. Elaine, it's all your decision. Everyone's lives are resting in your hands. This is the responsibility you've always wanted in life. Yep, that is what I wanted more work. We're going to check out the trap. Who's we? Me and my people. Your the whole army. You're leaving well, the town undefended. Um, I think so. Yes. You're taking Vordrin and Vincent. Yeah, I mean them especially. Yeah. Excellent. So. All right. So it's the sixteen I NPCs. To, uh, mm -hmm. I bring from off to the side here. Um, I'll have a private conversation with her. Hey, do you think that Elaine might have gotten charmed? <laughs> this is a this is an incredibly bad decision and uncharacteristic of her. I don't. I I don't know if she's charmed or if you're charmed. <laughs> You're both acting really weird. Think about this, Crumb. There's no way that ten orgs and ten orgs would leave a goat, let a goat hoarder walk away like that. This is clearly a trap. I think Elaine even just told us she's going to send us to investigate the trap. This is ridiculous. We should dig our feet in and say no to this. I'm in subordination. She when, is our yes, leader. Absolutely. If she directs us to our deaths, that is what we do. No, we do not just walk to our deaths. No, we don't walk to it. We fight, but we don't just say no and walk away. That's that's exactly what we do. You know, it's probably because look at her. She's so wounded. Uh I don't think she's in the best of mind right now. How about this? Crumb, I'll cast sleep on her. 
and then we just let her have a good night's rest. Forever, wake one. Hmm. All right. Uh, one sec. Okay. One sec. I'll. I'll get her to look, look the other way. One second. I'm gonna go up to Elaine, and I'm gonna whisper in her ear. I'm gonna say, "He wants to cast sleep on you. Don't freak out." And I'm gonna be like. I'll look at Crumb, I'll say, Crumb, you have to trust me. We need to go. I do trust you, but he wants to cast sleep on you right now. How are we going to have a rogue caster? He could just cast sleep on you in the middle of battle. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, I said quietly under my breath, you know what? I fucking hate magic. That's what I said. So here you go. <laughs> I from from yeah. listen to me, okay? If that happens, you kill him. Look at me. If that happens, you kill him. Promise me. Absolutely, but here's the thing. Now, here's what? the thing. Vincent has always been loyal, okay? He has had many opinions, but if anything, he's been loyal, all right? That's the one trait I know of him. He's not afraid to speak his mind, okay? He he's just said person. that we should he would leave never, you. He would never do it to me. That we should leave you well, what and does cast tell you, sleep then? on you. It's not him, and we need to tie him up and put a sock in his mouth. That's what it tells me. Why would we We know something's wrong with him. We know something's wrong with him. Well, then we should bring him along. I'm... I'm gonna pretend like I'm on his side for your sake. Because I need to know what the fuck he's in on. And I'm gonna... Once I'm done chatting with Lynn or whatever, I'm gonna go to Vincent and I'm gonna say, it's not smart to cast sleep on her here. She's very large. Too many... People around, etc. I think that we need to go along with the plan for now and just be cautious, you know? You're right. There are a lot of people around. We can do it while we're on the way to the fort so that just fewer people are around. And then we'll cast sleep. The three of us should be able to carry her to bed. Sound good? Yeah, just... Let's just think about it on the way- And Vorjan would be okay with this? Yeah. I'm sure Vordrin knows even past me how bad of an idea this is. What this is happening right now? Is he charmed or- are we just at a very strong Kahoot battle? From you, yeah. you see just like I do, right? This is clearly a trap. I'm just surprised that you're willing to put your leader to sleep. Well, this detect magic idea is a good idea. Um, I think I'll definitely need to get it prepared. 
so that we see if she's under some sort of enchantment. I don't think that she is. For our sake, she better be. Well, it sounds like everyone is packing up the things and going to the fort to gather the rest of the soldiers there, maybe gathering whoever was on patrol in town in the afternoon to bring them out. Yep. I think the first thing we do is go towards the fort, at which point um, I'll tell Kind of Just the four of you heading to the fort, yeah. right? You're not okay. Is this well? We're is this the time crumb? Well, hold on. Are we bringing we... we're bringing the other people that were stationed in town with us back to the fort, and we're moving all together, right? You're gonna grab the four right. that were patrolling. Yeah, town. because I need supplies and shit just in case. I want to yeah. have at least like um, I want to say four rations on each person, if that's possible. Sure. All right, you can grab the four people from town and the eight of you will head back to the fort together. I sigh. Now there's too many people around, Crumb. I I guess I'll have to do this the talky way. Um, the I'll what? Bring it. Hmm? You have to do it the talky way? Yeah, I'll have to use my words instead of just a spell. Uh, I, I try to mean? take Elaine off to the side. No, no, no. Wait, before you do that, before you what? do that. What? I think... I think it is far past the time that we get rid of Elaine. If she <laughs> wakes up, then she is going to be so mad at you. We need to eliminate her from the situation. Oh, boy. Do you agree? We need what? her gone. <laughs> what? Do you agree, Vincent? We need her gone. We can't go into this, but if you put her to sleep and she wakes up. That's a little extreme, don't you think, Crumb? You don't agree? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Okay. <laughs> Listen, there's a story in the fucking Bible. I'm not religious, but it's about who owns this goddamn baby. And they ask one woman, two people are trying to say, that's my baby, that's my baby. And they ask one woman, and one woman's like, Listen, what we're gonna do, or the, what the law wants to do, is to cut the baby in half and give you both one half. And one woman's like, Yeah, I'll take the half of the baby. And then the other woman's like, Just give it to her then. Like, that's my baby. Give her the baby. And the way that you could tell is by. The woman who wanted half the baby is clearly not the fucking mother. So what I'm trying to do here is get Vincent to tell me, like, if he's charmed and the whole idea is to take Elaine out of the equation, I want to be the one to offer to him, hey, let's fucking kill Elaine. So if he's like, actually, that sounds palatable, that there's like a, you know, I can tell. I'm not actually, I don't want to kill mm-hmm. Elaine. I'm trying to tell. You're yeah, not the charmed than... person. You're just baiting I... Trump into revealing his yes. evilness. Right, right. Which is makes you the most trustworthy person in the party now. Yes. Oh, well, I'm going to go to Elaine after, and I'm going to say, okay, Elaine, he might not be charmed, because when he was trying to convince me to get you to go to sleep, and we were planning, he was planning it out, and he was all like, oh, we should abandon Elaine and not do this, put her to sleep, etc. But then I offered that we should probably kill you, and he said no, which is good. It's a good sign. 
Yeah, or I'm just more valuable alive as a hostage. Fuck. Didn't think that. I'm not supposed to be the one that fucking thinks I'm Crumb. scout. You need I'm to rogue. be. You need to be the one, okay, who has their eyes on this situation. Okay, I can't handle this. Okay. I'll make the commands. I'll tell us where to go. If you want to keep an eye on him, you keep an eye on him. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go to Vincent afterwards and say I don't. I don't want to put her to sleep. We're going. If she says we're going, we're going. We're going, huh? Well, all right. Um, do we have any? Do we have two horses that Fortune and I could ride? Uh, I think you've taken one horse from Lord Campbell. You can go get more horses if you want. No. <laughs> Him and I are on the same horse. You and Vincent? You wanna? Yes. You wanna ride with Vincent? Oh yeah. Sure. All right. So I'm behind we'll, him. Two horses for myself and Crumb, and then uh, Vordrin will take one. Mm -hmm. I'll have a private conversation with Vordrin as well. Excellent. Okay. Well, by now, we've taken. We've planned this out for about an hour, plus some time going back and forth between town and finding people around town. Um, by the time you get back to the fort, you can gather the folks, get them their stuff, and you brought the goat herder with you because he's going to be your guide? Yep. Okay. And so we can gather our stuff and set out. Now, it was already afternoon when the goat herder got here. Um, so it'll be late afternoon, bordering on evening by the time we get there because we did take plenty of time to to work out the details and discuss it. Uh, so we're going to take our break, and when we come back from our break, we're going to we're gonna see who the traitor is, if there is one, and we're going to go find these wargs, if there are any, and we'll see what happens. So catch you on the other side of our break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drakus. Quick question right off the bat. Um... From my studies of the spell Phantasmal Force, do I think that could create the illusion of multiple entities, or is that just one thing? Hmm. Phantasmal Force. <clears throat> just reading here. Creates an illusion. Creates any object singular, creature singular, or force singular. And if the illusion is struck by an opponent, it fails, unless you cause it to react appropriately, or if the wizard ceases concentration upon it. <clears throat> 
but the area is 400 square feet plus 10 square feet per level. 400 square feet is a 20 by 20 box. And you're level five, is it four? Four, so it would be 800 square feet, which is four 20 by 20 boxes. Which is a, you know, 40 by 40 box. No, that's not right. It is. It's not, but that's 1600. 30 by 30 box? It's a 30, it's two four 20 by 20 boxes. That's what it is. Um, <clears throat> almost a 30 by 30. Mm. I think it's one creature or one object. So you could make like a big object or one creature or one large creature. Okay. If wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does take your focusing on it to make it move and do stuff. It's a... Tui doesn't have concentration as a concept, really. It, it has it a little bit. Um, but this would be a spell that you would cast and then be moving and manipulating and, and focusing on t- for it to do stuff. Okay. Mr. Okay. Neil. Yes, ma'am. I think that this situation... This is D&D, and this is relying too heavily on my own intelligence to figure out. And you know what I should be doing? Rolling mm. some fucking dice. Mm. Where were my insight checks? I have several that I feel I am owed, that if I roll well, I deserve at least some answers. Why am I relying on my intelligence? I, I'm stupid. Why would I know? Mm. I deserve my D&D rolls. I'm indebted. Well, you should have made some rolls then, but uh, here we are. <laughs> we're not. We're not just You're gonna discard to the roll. last hour and say like we'd never had that That's conversation. True. Said we made a roll. Like the last hour happened. You can't. You can't unwrite history. That's fine. Let's say okay. I go back to Vincent. And I'm like, you got another plan too, huh? What was that? I have another. What'd you just say? What? I feel like we're walking into an ambush. We might be. We're doing exactly what the orcs want us to do. Telling you Elena's gotta go. Telling you. I think that's a bit extreme for one bad call. It's not one bad call. You're right, she's she gonna... did turn me down on that Ford idea, too, but that one was reasonable. It's all of these bad calls. Listen, I'm telling you... You filthy liar. The one Putting where her... we were going to sleep at the Orcs Fort. So that, that wasn't a lie. You won't tell her that I want kind of am fine with her being dead, right? Of course not. Thanks, thanks. Okay, I, I, okay, have I earned a roll yet? <laughs> no, no. I think an hour yeah, worth of like know. talking and scheming with Vincent er- earns a roll. Well, I Come mean, on. yeah, but there's no new information here. You, you had all your meaningful conversations. You interpreted all the things that you wanted to interpret. You're just going fishing and, you know, trying to retread ground as an excuse to get a roll. Yes, it's because transparent. You, I'm not the DM. You're We've just spent an well. hour building all Bro. of this beautiful tension, and Fuck. you want to throw it away? 
Yes. No. I, no, no, I don't no, want to no, throw no. it away, but I want a, I want like a crumb. Like, I want. A crumb. You already have the biggest crumb of all. <laughs> all of you that are in on this mafia scheme, don't know what's happening. I've never played mafia, not really, except at like summer camp, and I don't even remember how that's played. I'm not so clever in this. Look, I'm just going to press this button. It means nothing. Excellent. I love meaningless buttons. They're great. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. Um, so the party's gathered at the fort. It's evening. We're bringing together weapons and armor. There's a pair of horses. Vincent and Crumb are mounting one of them. Vordrin's getting on another. Everyone else has their, their gear put together. <clears throat> the goat herder, Brandon, is nearby. And he's going to lead you to where he saw these guys. And maybe if he's lucky, he'll pick up some of his goats along the way. Maybe. Um, and off All the right. goes. Yeah, as we go, I kind of recount. Uh, doesn't this take you back to first adventures where you helped a goat herder recover all his old goats? Oh. Hmm, yes. Oh, tough crowd. Well, you have to imagine I'm on your horse and I'm like riding on the horse with you, but I think that you are trying to kill. I think that you're charmed or something's wrong. With you. Oh, man. So I'm trying to act okay. on it. It's so, worth noting we... because there's so much tension going on here. Um, is Crumb in front of Vincent on the horse or behind Back. Vincent on the horse? Behind. Okay. okay. Of course. Okay. Just wanted to know. Okay. So once we're about, I don't know what the distances are, about several hundred feet away from the fort somewhere between Fort and town. I want a call for a stop and for everybody to get off the horses. The army comes to a stop. I assume the three of you dismount your horses. Excuse me. Look around at any reason why she might have called for us to stop here in particular. Just an order from a commanding officer to stop. Mm, Odd. All right, I'll get off. Um, one second. All right. I am going to face Vincent. I bought and you both off your horse. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to face Vincent. Come, are you off? Oh, I'm behind wherever you are. Listen, you can call me your shadow. I am never in front, always behind, watching, maybe at most a foot behind. Um, I'll take my sword out and I'll point it at Vincent. And I'll say, Vincent, I need you to hand over those two scrolls that you got. I look shocked. But I will say, I'll ask, why is that, Elaine? Because I don't think you're deserving of them. I think that if we were to walk into something dangerous, we'd certainly want that web scroll to be used at least. That could let us escape. I want those two scrolls 
now. I look very low, reluctant as I reach into my scroll pouch here, you'll, take him out. You'll notice as you reach into your scroll pouch that uh, Willa already has an arrow in one hand and puts it to the bowstring as you reach into your pouch. Willa, I'm just getting out the scrolls to hand them over. Don't shoot. It's not up. It's it's just down at her side, but there is a, a tension in the air. Oh, sorry. Hand them over to Elaine. Okay, I'll take him over. And I'll look at Vaudrin and I will say, okay, Vaudrin, you have to make a choice here. What's that? Vaudrin asks you. I'll say, um... Your master has clearly been influenced. I don't know if it was the poison. I don't know if it was magic, but that's not Winston we're talking about here. In the short time I've got to know him, I'm very sure that this is not Winston. You know him better than me. So I assume that you would be the first to know, which makes me think either you're in on this or you had your apprehension, but you didn't dare speaking up because he's your master. Fordrin's been keeping something bottled up, and after hearing you address that, he's gonna raise his voice and say, Have you gone off of your rocker? I wasn't going to say this in front of all the soldiers, but now that you confront me like this, you're leading us into an ambush! What are you doing? I'll nod and I'll say, all right, I guess that means he's in on it. I, I you can um, see Vordrin. the soldiers begin to back up and create some space. No one wanting to get too close to the situation. And, uh, you know, knuckles are tensing on weapons. Vordrin definitely... glances at Brandon and says, look at this goat herder. You think he, you think he can walk right up to 10 orcs and 10 wargs and just make it out unscathed? No, because that was the only point of, like, actual sense you made. You keep changing your arguments the entire time. I feel like the old Vincent would have at least tried to figure out what's going on, or the old Vincent would have at least sent somebody into town to figure this one out and scout around a little bit. But you just want to huddle down and sit here and do absolutely nothing. And knowing the the danger we are facing, you are way too relaxed for what's Vincent's, coming next. Vincent's going to just so there's hype. two there's two options. Either this is truly you, okay, and then you're not fit for this mission anymore, or you're an imposter. And then you're not fit for this mission anymore, Vincent. I don't know how to bring this to you, but your mission ends here right now. I am making full eye contact with the lane and all it would take is a... I need you and Vordrin to put down your weapons and to surrender. Willa and the other archers have bows raised, arrows knocked. The spearmen are standing nearby. You're making a terrible decision here, Elaine. 
um, Vincent says as he reaches for his spell book, puts it on the ground here. And, uh, Vincent okay. nods at Vordren. Yeah, you can drop your weapons. Um, but what we talked about earlier, well, he gives a nod. Vordren will drop his sword to the ground. Okay, uh, we're going to tie up the two of them. Uh, and and put them sock on in his mouth. Spellcaster? Mm, not speaking. Fuck no. <laughs> what if you want to put a sock in? I don't have a Absolutely. spare sock with me. Crumb peels off the socks oh. off of her feet, and it's not one, it's both. They're crammed. If there's wow. rope she can put to secure it in place, that's there too. All As right. you uh, reach to stuff your sock in. From, you're making a terrible mis- Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay. And we'll, we'll pull them up. I guess one one can... Uh, we don't all ride anyways, right? No, everyone's on foot. There's not enough horses for everybody yeah, to so be riding. I guess, I guess you lost horse privilege. Life's rough. How would that work, though? Well, we're now a few well, hundred feet. We could just put somebody else there out if we had the, to. We're a few hundred feet or so from the keep. Are you continuing on the mission and marching these people with you? Are you leaving them behind at the keep, tied up, or leaving them with a guard to keep an eye on them? What's the plan? Well, they're coming with us. You're just gonna march them in front of you, or you know, somewhere oh, yeah. in the column. Oh yeah, they're just coming with. I'm not leaving those people behind. Who knows? Like, if we we're leaving them at the keep, and Nook Nook comes out of the bushes, I'm going to right. le- lose my mind. Okay, we're bringing right. everybody. We're doing what we can see. We're dealing with the information we have. That's a strategy. Okay, you can judge me for it, but it's a strategy. Okay. It's probably fucking Nook Nook. Some slipped something into his fucking food. God damn. The mind berries. <laughs> the worst of all of them. All right. The party continues forth. The goat herder will lead you through the grasslands, up towards the hills, the the foothills at the base of the mountain, and on towards one of these extended areas of oak trees. He'll point out the, the large grove from a good distance, you know, from a few miles away, he'll point out that's the one, that's the place we're headed. Um... Is there any point at which you would like to stop and, and have a discussion or plan, yes. or should I just walk us right up to the edge of the woods? Fuck no. Um, I'm going to say I need to go ahead and scout. And if you hear me, um, what do you want this signal to be? Well, if I come back, it it's, time. yeah. If I come back, it's safe. If I whistle, then it's unsafe, and I'm running towards you. If I scream, I'm dying. And okay, leave me. Sounds... Don't come for me if I scream. I'm not going to lose two people in one day, Crumb. Yes, but if you, if I, if I whistle, that might mean that I'm dying, but that you should come. If I scream, let me go. 
Okay. Don't take any more risks than you have to. I won't. So this means since, you know, the woods are where you're headed and before the woods is grasslands, the is what, 16 and four and one, 16 and five is 21. The, there's like 21 of you and two horses that are going to hang out in the grasslands while Crumb goes up to the woods by herself. So we're in grasslands. Yeah, if we if we look at the map, um, and we're gonna zoom in a little bit over here. It's this. I'm on the wrong page. <clears throat> um, it is this, you know, wooded area over here at the base of the mountains. These these maps aren't 100 percent accurate, right? They're they're kind of kind of close. Um, but it Got is it. sort of a wooded area and then around the wooded area is just sort of like rolling grasses that would come up to like a human's thigh, knee to hip, depending on how tall you are, right? So crumb in the grasses is like, you know, up to her her shoulders or her chest or maybe her chin, depending on the area in particular. Everyone else Got is it. sort of wading through the... Which means that I could also kind of stealthily separate from the group a little bit. You could hide pretty well in the grasses, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. What cover is that? Like three fourths? If you're just walking, um, like, like normal, three quarters cover. Yeah. If you are sneaking, you'd be like actually ducked underneath yeah. the grasses. You wouldn't actually be able to see where you're going at that point. You'd have to poke your head up every now and then. Yeah. So we would just say you have full cover, uh, full concealment. Cover yeah, is um, full concealment. hard, concealment is soft. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go forward if he pointed where he said that they were i'm going to like take a long bend how far how far behind are you leaving the party real quick as i see you uh break off i'm going to muffled yell at you yeah how far behind do you want to leave the party crumb uh, I don't want to leave a party very far behind, but wherever they are, I can't go much further. Well, the whole point of scouting is that you get ahead of them, right? It's, it's yeah. not a useful scout if the party is real close to you. I guess so. Um, I, well, I, I, how far are they? Well, I'm saying that we're approaching these trees. The goat herder says that they're within the group of trees. He saw them, you know, a couple hundred yards within the group of trees. So do you want... Hundred yards. Sig- a uh, yard is about a meter. Same, same. That's quite far. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could, you know, leave the party in the grasslands a ways back. You could get the party all the way up to the woods and then sneak in. I don't know what you want to do, but at some point you're going to leave them behind. And I want to yeah. know how far behind they are. That's really up to Elaine, how far she wants me to go forward. Elaine? I think you could do it entirely by yourself. Is someone holding me, or could I book it? Um, and you can try... V- well, we tied you up, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that there would be a guard up. on you. It's probably you someone could, standing I think, nearby. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to walk, so your, your, t- your legs aren't tied because we needed you to move. I walk and... towards, uh... I walk towards Crumb. Well, can I try to yank it back? Yeah, it's pretty easy. Okay, I'll try and coming back. Ugh. Okay. I'm going to try and go the whole way by myself then. So we're leaving the party out in the grasslands a good way. Yes. They know. 
If I come back, it's safe. If I whistle, it's not. And if I scream, run. Okay. Alright, Crumb, you wade through the grasses, keeping your head low, popping up every now and then to make sure you're headed in the right direction. You get to the area where the shade of these oak trees thins out the grasses. Different sort of grass takes over. Shorter. You know, it only comes up to your hips, maybe a, a human's shin somewhere. Mm. Uh, maybe a human's knee. It's definitely the late afternoon by now. The sun sets over the west, which is in front of you, like beyond you and through the forest is where the sun would set. But there's enough trees here and enough stuff that you're not like blinded by the sunlight, but you are like looking in towards silhouetted shadows all over the place. Um, I think it's important now that you make me a series. Where is it? I mean, I'm going to need some checks from you. Sure. And I want you if... to make the check. Yeah at the moment that the check needs to be realized, right? I don't want to say like, make me a move silently check and then have you fail it miserably and then you know you failed it, so you change your course of action. You always think when you make a, a thief check that you are going to For succeed. Sure. You always believe you're moving silently and that you're hiding in shadows. Yeah. Um, so, when is the most important? When is the appropriate place to make this? Yeah, um, you get in through the, you get to the edge of the grasses, you peer through the forest. The goat herder said it was down, um, there's like a little creek somewhere and it's on the other side of the creek beyond the raspberry bushes there that he saw these orcs. And sure enough, as you gaze into the, the shrouded forest, you can see that there is a dip, maybe 50 meters, 50 yards in where um, a little creek would go. Usually dry at this time of year, but a little creek bedded nonetheless. You can creep up to that keeping low to the ground, doing your best to hide. Down one side and up the other side and to the raspberry bushes is where we're going. And so I would like you to make me... Um, the most important check here is to make a hide in shadows check. Critical failure. Wow. But you know what? It's not just visibility, because maybe no one's looking. It's also audibility. You know, maybe one of these is important, maybe the other's important. Hide in shadows, if everyone's asleep, it doesn't matter if you're hiding in shadows or not, but it does matter if you're you're sneaking or not. So give me a, a move silently check. Also a massive failure. Wow. It's real bad luck, Crumb. <laughs> wow. It's real bad luck. On 192. You know? We'll never, wow. we, we should have never sent you to any ambush. It's always like you found the ambush because they ambush you first every time. You'll be fine. Just start running. Um, yeah. 
So as Crum, Crum, as you're you're going down the ravine, it's at that moment that uh, a whole series of javelins are going to be thrown at you. Um, I need you one last roll. Important roll here because this is determining your surprise factor or not. And you don't want to be surprised. On this roll, you want to roll high. We need you to roll a 1d10. And by the gods, you want to roll above a three. You really want to roll above a three on this one. It's a five. Okay. Thank, thank the gods. Because as you're coming down this ravine, <clears throat> this little creek to begin going up the other side is when the grunt, the, the guttural sound comes. And leaping up from crouched positions behind this raspberry bush or 10 orcs with javelins. Um, but you're not surprised. You're creeping up on these people. You're ready for this shit. Um, you may not be expecting it in the moment, but you're not mechanically surprised. And so we're just going to get 10 javelin attacks on Crum. Um, but do I get to simultaneously make my move initiative? Uh, no, they're, they're definitely getting an ambush on you, but they're not getting got bonuses it. for you being surprised. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Th- if you had failed this roll, they, you would just, there are no dex benefits and they get a bonus to hit and everything. Instead, this got is it. just, you know, launching attacks all at once. Um, and I think due to the situational changes here, they're going to get, uh, an additional small, small bonus to hit. Um, but we're gonna do one, two, what, what's your AC crumb? 15? So they need a 15 or better to hit you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Should they get a bonus though? Don't they have a penalty because she has the high ground, Neil? No, she has the low ground. She's going Didn't you say she's down going down? a ravine. And they're and shooting from where? They're on the other side of the ravine above her, throwing down at her. Mm. Um, you don't actually oh, okay. get a, a high ground for ranged attacks, but I'm giving them a slight bonus for like popping out of the bushes all of a sudden. They weren't like standing at a distance. They, they're mostly behind cover and she's only catching them at the last moment. They only got a bonus of one to hit. Um, so 15 hits, a natural 18 will crit. So one crit, one hit, two hit, two crit, Three crit, three crits, and two hits, which is uh, three times two is six, plus two is eight d six for damage as a series of javelins impale little crumbs body. It is surprisingly low damage. Twenty three points of damage. As All right. is peppered um, with pain. Yeah, I'm assuming that that would fucking hurt. Yeah. I um, thought it would fucking kill, so hurting is good. You know, yeah. I thought he'd be dead. Average Kay. damage there would have been 28 damage. So you did, you you got out. 23. Okay. What's 23? No, you can just do minus, minus 23 and it'll do the math for you. When you click on your little blue oh, circle. Oh, my little token? Yeah, you One look- sec, I wasn't even looking at myself. I was yeah, just look at your little token. in onto Outpost Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Your little token, little blue line. You, you um, circle. Okay. Minus 23. It'll math for you. Bam. Look at that. All right. And this crumb I, mm-hmm. is where we roll initiative. This is where 
as the javelins land and you you get to decide what you want to do this is the most dire moment of your life fucking running that's not even very good you're gonna fucking run you're just gonna wow 1d10 i got a nine yeah three four five six seven eight nine ten okay i would like to say that if i did i have any time to whistle or scream totally yes but if you go first you know you can whistle you can scream you can act on your turn it'll be great got it um There are four orcs who go before you, Crumb, and then a whole bunch that go at the same time as you. Uh, uh, no more bonuses for these these little bastards. What happens if someone goes at the same time as you? Everything resolves simultaneously in the most awkward of situations, but most beautiful. So one is a miss, two is a miss, three is a miss, Four is a miss. The four that went before you, they grabbed their set because they carry two javelins. The first one they threw on the first round. The second one they're grabbing now, they're hurling them at you. They all miss. They scatter to your left. They scatter to your right as you turn, begin to run up that hill. Now you can start whistling. You can start whistling as loud as you want. Oh yeah, I'm whistling. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. There are four How more going on like- your turn. What are you doing? I, I'm still running, right? Like, I can't really do much else. I yeah. just dodge, yeah, you're, you're just run. <laughs> run. Yeah. Okay, you begin to bolt. These guys will throw. As um, I'm getting up the mm-hmm. hill, the grass is getting thicker and taller. Well, you gotta as go another 50 happening. meters to get to the tall grass again, because the, the ravine was inside the woods. So here's mm-hmm. another four javelins at Crumb's back, which which means they have back attack bonuses against you, poor little crumb. It's terrible. It's real terrible. One, what two, range, though, right? Three, if she four. moves, mm-hmm. does yeah. that change the range? How? Because like, javelins are not like longbows, right? Right. The, the ones that go after her are definitely going to be at medium or long range, or they might actually be out okay. of range. I have to do the math on it. But the ones that go at the exact same time as her are getting their attacks off as she's beginning to run. Um, but those are all thir- fails, right? Except not... for the 13 plus one is 14. And if you don't have Mine your dexterity... 15, isn't it? Yeah, but they have a plus two to hit you from behind and you don't oh. get your dexterity when your back is turned to someone, which is a bonus of two. So they only need an 11 to hit you. Oh. Um, so one of them will hit all you right. for three, bringing you down to five hit points okay. as you run. get to the weapon hey, table. Still alive. Now I gotta figure out the range of the javelins. Um, javelin range, javelin range. Gonna throw my javelin at a range. Well, I don't, I doubt that if Crumb gets a full move that they can still reach her with a javelin, I'd be surprised. Because they're also up on the ravine. They're not like 10 feet away from her when she starts running. That's right. right. She's running and she crumbs movement speed. Crumb can go um, 60 yards in a round. And but I also range... gain cover as I yes. run. Max range of a javelin is 60 yards. And so by the time the last two orcs have picked up their javelins, they could run after Crumb and throw at her and be at medium range, but that's not what they're doing. 
Um, the last two will just forego their attacks because Crumb is out of range. So Crumb, you're running. You get 60 yards. You basically get to the edge of the woods as you whistle as loudly as you can. And there's the party. You can I'm, see him with the long yeah. shadows cast. You know, you can easily see the people out there in the grasslands. And as you're running for your life in their direction, you can hear the baying of the wargs because those, they don't chase after you and throw for a reason. And the reason that they're not chasing you down with javelins is because they don't want to chase you down. They want to be mounted. And that's what the wargs are. That's what the orcs are doing. Ah. Yeah, they are. Who gives a shit about this little fucking halfling? She took a bunch of javelins. She's probably not going to make it. Let's just get on our wargs. And so the enemy is mounting up. Got it. Here we go. Well, I'm I'm fucking whistling. Yeah, you're whistling. (laughs) Well, Neil will let us know once I hear something, I assume. Yeah. Well, the rest of you are sitting, waiting. Did you bring the horses? You can skip the happy music, Neil. It's not happening. Oh, it's not happy just music. Just put it away. I, just, it's not happy. It sounds it gets... very happy, though. Okay, I hope it gets... Just, you know, just put it, it to the point where we're at because I don't yeah. feel comfortable with the... Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Don't, it, it takes a few moments to kick in, but don't worry about it. Um, okay, I'm waiting. The party. You're out in the grasslands. You're watching the woods. Now, you, you kicked Vordren and Vincent off of their horses. Did you bring the horses or did you leave them behind? We never we didn't talk about that detail. No, I think we why would we leave them behind? I think we brought the horses. Is anyone riding or are you just walking horses with you? Um, We're taking no, them I'd on be, a walk. I would be let me think. I think I have my bow out because we're expecting them to be there and I wanted to get ready to have to shoot something just in case uh, Crumb is there, right? Okay, so you're so mounted I have a on- question about battle on horseback now. Mm-hmm. Right? You said I can't fire a longbow from horseback anyways. Correct. Is that correct? Uh, does Willa... What does she have? Longbow. Longbow as well, so that doesn't help us at all. No, um, you have no we... horse archers with you. Do we have anybody who can ride a horse and is a spearman? Mm... Well, here's the deal. Is that these are everyday riding horses these are not war horses if these horses get into combat and there's like danger and the smell of blood in the air and sharp claws these horses aren't going to like follow along and fight with you they're going to bolt and get scared and run the fuck away Um, these are these are mobility horses these are not combat horses well i think then i would just ride one and just get off whenever that matters and and who else okay I don't right. know who else can ride, not Vincent and not Wardren, and I don't know who can ride, so... Doesn't matter, but you you might have been mounted upon your horse. So you can see Crumb running yeah. towards you, and you can see, like, the flapping of long poles coming yeah. out of her, like, so I'll sides yell, I'll and yell for I'll yell for the archers, and I'll, I'll yell to for my spear line in front of us. Soldiers line up with spears and shields, making a nice wall. Archers are behind them. What about Vincent? Is there, are you, is there you, a tree line here at all? I don't, can I have like a rough terrain for this so I don't have to make it up in my mind? Open grasslands until the tree line from which the halfling has just broken us? free. Open grasslands for miles. 
How far away is the tree line from us again? Mm, you said all the way, which was very vague. So I interpreted that as like 200 meters. Like if someone were to burst from the tree line, you would have a full round of them running towards you to make decisions and set yourselves up and that you couldn't get rushed accidentally. Um, so 200 yards, 200 meters. Okay, then I'll tell people to charge towards the tree line as quickly as they can. Willy Bordron and Vincent. They're gonna stay behind. They're gonna stay behind. Great. Vincent uh, Vincent turns to the guard watching him, and he's still got his muffle in, but he's going to very focusedly try to say, um, Let me go. Mm, Help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vordren, who has not been muffled, I think will turn to his guard and say, I can fight! Cut me loose! Give me my sword! Uh, the guards ignore you. They leave you. The party, the spearmen, the archers, charges forward in the direction of Crumb, who's running towards the party, whistling. Vincent and Vordren are left to their own devices. Given sufficient time, you can untangle yourselves, but it'll take a little while. You are tied up. And it's as the party is charging towards the woods that you can see the wargs breaking free in the dying light as the sun is beginning to set over the ocean. And the wargs aren't coming for you. They're not coming for the party at all. They're just going around. They're just ignoring all of you and riding at full speed towards the town. Amazing. Which is two and a half hours away from you on foot. All right. Three shots is what I'm hearing, though. Yes. There's going to be and even a round if they of are shots. ignoring, even if they are ignoring us, are they like what kind of circle are they doing? See, and this is why I like maps because I have no idea. You're saying they're breaking from the woods. Yeah. I assume where are they breaking from? Okay, so I'm gonna give us a little map. I'm gonna give us a little little. No, map that would be nice. Oh, ask about it twice. You don't need one. Just imagine everything runs away. You can't attack anything. It's just a scene with the sunset over the ocean, Faye. Relax. Okay. You think I... I'm not going to get kill some walks here, Neil? You're sorely mistaken. Okay. Uh, so we got our party over here. Uh, if you look to this region as well, the black line represents the woods. In fact, the the shaded in area is generally wooded tree zone yeah everything else is grasslands and the yellow arrow that i'm drawing shows you the direction of town okay Okay. so we've got our party represented Mm -hmm. by elaine and a couple of spearmen crumb is coming out of this area vincent is in the back somewhere like that and you know you've also got bowmen and you've got the whole the whole group over here um, you had initially told everyone to run towards the woods, and I'm imagining spearmen in, in front. In a line? Uh, yeah, horizontal line, right? Not like a, a column, but it's a... Neil, what kind of question is it? Yes, a horizontal line towards the woods. Parallel to the woods. We're Perfect. not duck rowing it down into the forest. <laughs> Perfect. Jesus You're Christ. You're not lining up for the lightning bolt spell to hit you. We have to make sure, sure. of these things. I don't want to assume... No, Neil, if she's invisible and she comes from the right-hand side, she still lines up for a perfect lightning bolt if you want. Like, what is this hypothetical session? No, we're going parallel to the woods. Perfect, perfect. That's the plan. Chill out. Uh, From the woods, the the orcs are not chasing Crumb. 
The orcs are doing a side and then par parallel, perpendicular to your line and going this direction. They're not going super far. They're not so trying to So they're going to in a duck row is what you're saying. Because they're not going as a line, right? They're all one behind another. They are, you have a formation. They have no formation. They are a chaotic sprawl, like an oval of people who are all constantly trying to outrun each other. And all, right. all of your archers will easily be able to get off a full round of attacks on them. Their range from you is um, probably about a hundred yards. You have longbows with broadhead arrows that will put these people that'll put the orcs at long I'm sorry that's a short bow at medium range for you which is a penalty of two to hit uh, but your attacks are flanking attacks so it's only a penalty of one to hit and the orcs have bucklers which are not useful right now so they just have ac 13 instead of ac 14 and um why don't you make me eight uh well you got seven regular archers they can each get two shots around so that's 14 d20 you want uh a 14 or higher on the dice I'm sorry, you want a... Yeah, 14 or higher on the dice, yes. Yes, 14 d20, 14 or higher. And then Willa gets shot. Didn't you say they're down to 13 AC? Yes, but you're at medium range, which is minus two to hit. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four hits. One of them is a crit. So, uh, so roll me two d6 for the first hit. Uh, seven damage, which will knock this one. I'm assuming these are not all perfectly targeting one orc in, in perfect No, I don't think, no, no. Excellent. And then give me another just 2d6s, or 1d6, 1d6, doesn't matter. Uh, four to this one, four to this one. Oh, so close. And Willa. I think we got a token for her and she'll make two attacks as well. I will roll it, thank you. There you go, here's a Willa. Uh, I actually don't need the token, I'm on a sheet anyways. All right. So two attacks. Uh, those. Seven's a hit. All right. Three uh, damage. That will drop one. Okay. And oh, I right get my shots too, I take it. Yep. Go ahead and make your shots. Do I get two or one? Two. Hit. Miss. Two damage. Will not do it. All right. You kill one orc. Yeah, that's all I wanted. And the rest head off in the direction of the city. Now Do party. I get actually out of long range for bows in that time? For um, long bows? How long, how, yeah. wide, how long do they ride? Because they, I assume you said they come out of the woods, so they've already spent that turn running out there, yeah? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we spent time running in, so they're not running the full distance from here, are they? Otherwise, the they'd have to roll initiative range, and win that first, no? The full range of a longbow is 170 yards. The medium range is exactly 100 yards. I'm just doing some real rough ballpark math and saying that they've got a round where they're running past you and their point of closest approach is about 100 yards. And I just had you make all of your shots at medium range instead of some at medium and then some at long. Yeah, but where would that at turn end is my question. Um, you know, let's just, you roll a d10 for your side. I'll roll a d10 for their side. We'll see. We'll see if you what get is it any for? initiative. Um, so low is better. Low is good, yeah. Four, yeah. we win. Uh, you will no. be able to make, everyone can make one additional attack at long range. Why not? Excellent. Is, uh, minus what four? <laughs> minus a total six, of minus five. Oh instead of needing a four, instead of needing a, oh, a fourteen sorry, to hit, you need a seventeen to hit. Sorry, we also get back attack, right? Because now they're behind us, we get back attack because yes. we get the same to crawl so with you, right? Plus two for back attack, minus five for range. So a penalty of three, essentially. You need a 16 or better to hit that. Amazing. Okay, how many rolls do I get for my normal ones? Seven with your normals. Uh, nope. And one for Willa and one for you. What? How you much is it? Minus 16. two? Minus three. All right. Oh, so clutch. So yes. clutch. So close. Two points. All right. Um, one for Willa, one for me? Yep. Let's do Willa first. Looking for a 16. No. No. And one for oh, myself. Oh, goodness. Well, I at least had the idea. You know, it's the only reason I'm rolling. It's because I'm arguing. That's um, smart. Critical hit. Roll me some double eat damage. It, fucking finally. eat it. Okay, what is it? Just 2d6. I'm going to roll a 2. You just yeah, guys just 2D6. settle down. <laughs> you rolled a 2. Uh, now oh roll me, my god! There are oh. nine of them. Roll me a 1d9 and we'll see which one you hit because four of them are already wounded. Three, one, two, three, this one. You will hit for two and they will be fine. That made That's great. I yeah. did it. Excellent. Well, good luck to the villagers. We tried. <laughs> All right, Marty. You have the evening. Yeah, the, the dying light of the afternoon to get back towards town. And uh, unless, unless unless you want to take these two non-combat riding horses and send two brave people onto the village to fight all the orcs by themselves. Does anyone want to go on a suicide mission? We all have I to mean, go I'm together. I'm thinking that my question is, are we killing Vincent Warden right here? Or are we taking him? You know, that's what I care about. That's a good question. I think you look to Vincent and Vordran and you probably... You can tell me if this is Are not they happening, still here? Jeff. Have they run? I'm imagining they're back to back trying to untie each other's hands. Is that no? Actually, no? I looked at what the orcs were doing, and I was like, "We both have the. We both glance at each other and nod, and we just sit there like good boys." All right. Well, Valene, the orcs have gone. They're out of range. It'll take you two and a half hours to get home ish oh well it is what it is We're but walking. you've got vincent and wardron wardron with you what are we gonna do with these guys he said it was an ambush and it was 
No, he said he said there was nothing there. That's what, what he said. What did I tell then you? That went, is true. Starts yelling. Then he went. I'm going away from the yelling so I can talk to Crumb. I'm gonna say, you can cover all your bases by just naming all the possibilities. Okay. I what he initially the soldiers with Fordred. I told you we were walking into an ambush. I said it all along. Now let me loose. No, what he what? said at the beginning was that it was probably literally nothing. It was a trap. He Fordred said it says. was entirely impossible for us to find them there. As I crumb, I don't know. I don't. I think they're both a liability at this point, to be honest. What are you asking me? I'm not asking you to do anything. I can do it all by myself. Now, I've what are you doing, Vordren? Rouse up the soldiers. Quick, we gotta march back to the city to protect the citizens. The soldiers stay very quiet, watching Elaine, <laughs> watching you, watching Crumb, watching the orcs in the distance. It's a tense situation. Let me at him. I'll run him down, Vordren. Yells. Isn't there a way? Isn't there a way that he's charmed and that he'll he'll lose his charm? It'll drop. From, I'll tell you something. What I learned about charms, okay? They can last a very long time, long enough that people will come up and try to kill you. I have met people where I'm pretty sure they were charmed. I killed them for it because I had no other choice. The problem is, if people like you and I face a magic user, we have no way of knowing. Okay? We don't know. And there's nothing you can do, and it can last a very, very long time from my experience. What do you do, Lane? Now, so we can bring him with and hope that it wears off. Okay? Or we can end it right here for all of us. You're a, you put, you're asking me. You're telling I have to make the decision. Oh, what do you want to do, Crumb? You are the you are the one who said we need to make some tough choices. Sometimes you are the one who wanted to search those people in that tavern because you didn't trust them, right? What if it's one of us? Fortune continues shouting at the soldiers. If you we had just done him. Vincent one and stayed back in town. We'd be all here defending the town. We can't. We can't. Well, look at where we are right now. We're out here in the middle of nowhere on a goose chase. You know who could poison Vincent with a poison that wouldn't actually kill him, but would just make him sort of useless, so he couldn't join in any fight. Vincent. Me. I could do that. Yeah. I but could put he, him to sleep. He also could have. He could have poisoned himself, or Vordrant could have poisoned him. Maybe it's all lies. I'm. Elaine, how about this? We tie them to the horses and I drug them. They're night-night for a long time. Night-night for a good long time. They can wake up, hopefully in a couple hours, they're gonna have the socks in their mouth, they're gonna be tied up, but let's give them a chance to be uncharmed. I don't wanna kill them right now. Listen, I'm not against breaking a few eggs, but this is just, I don't want them to die right now. I don't want the Crumb, we are losing all these people in a little bit because 
It's up to you, Elaine. It is up to you. You are my commander. I, under I understand that, Chrome, but I do believe you and I trust you and I want your opinion and I know it's a difficult situation. I don't know enough. Of I can't guarantee you that if we bring him that the charm or whatever this is or the madness, maybe it's just madness, you know, maybe there's a what if there's nothing going on? Can you live with yourself if this is just them panicking? They're not military people, right? They don't have a mind for this. Not like I don't know about Wardron, but at least Vincent has never seen a combat this big, I'd wager, as somebody who's just making maps in a shop, okay? He might just be losing his mind, it's entirely possible. But if a soldier loses their mind, you can't risk the entire army on them. It's up to you, Elaine. Hey, Fordrin, talks to the soldier guardian. What do you think they're talking about over there? I don't know, Fordrin, by the way, spoke in the entire campaign about 40 words. Today, Fordrin is like, man, what was going on over here? You should be on our side, guy. Like, I've never seen him talk this much. If there's anything, anything you might find suspicious today, I would like you to listen to this bodyguard who can't shut the fuck up. Like, that is the sussest thing I've ever Aren't seen. Aren't we just assuming he's been talking to other people in the background this whole time? You know, maybe he's the mastermind. Maybe he's actually Silverworth. He takes off the mask. Oh. It's been me all along. I am Gerald. You know, that's my middle name. It's a man's I name. I vote for a short pee break, wherein I decide who we're going to execute today. How about that? We'll see yeah. you on the other side of our break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rise of Drekus. The orcs are off. Vordrin is giving orders or trying to convince soldiers not giving orders there's not an order in there trying to convince soldiers to, to let him free Elaine seems to be bent on a question um I decided that we'd knock both of them unconscious and take him with us on the back of the horse we'll okay. pummel them until they're unconscious well you got a lot of soldiers around they got oh. non-lethal ends of spears <laughs> I'll give the command. It's the command to, like, pummel them. Vincent will try to, you know, while muffled, he's going to kind of wave, try to wave his hands around, but he's tied up. Mm. I'll tell him to knock him out. <laughs> All right. They are pummeled into unconsciousness. And then we're making our way towards town, I guess. On your way. Problem. Sorry. Go ahead. Problem. How are we going to fight this? We, we're losing. It's fine. I don't mind. We're not fighting this. We're like too few people. Um, It's just a losing session. I'm not worried about that. On your way to town, <laughs> you can see as the sun sets, as the sky darkens, as everything gets plunged into, what's, where are we on the moon cycle here? Let's see, 
moon matters here. Oh, we're we're only um today's the 12th, the 15th is the new moon. So actually there's a pretty good moon out right now. Um the a waning waxing crescent at the gibbous at this point. <clears throat> and you can see off in the distance in the direction of town, all of a sudden, you know, more lights coming on. And those lights clearly become the fires on the rooftops of thatched buildings that are being set ablaze. And you can make your way there, um, but light after light will spring forth on top of the buildings. It'll take you a couple hours to get there. And we're going to take a look at this map again, and we're going to come down to uh, this bottom side of our map over here. Um... The party's approaching from this arrow I'm making. The town is right here, and that is what seems to be a flame in some sections. Some roofs have tile roofs, and those don't burn very easily. Thatch roofs you can set on light. You set it on fire and move on to the next one real fast. Is the column that you're going with heading to town or heading to the fort or heading to Lord Campbell's estate? I think we're going to town. Okay. 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 Is there still a ship on the harbor? Um, yes, there is a ship at the dock. It was, it's been there ever since it arrived. It hasn't left um, in the dead of night. Not dead of night, but, you know, in the evening. And this this lighting, you can't really see the ship until you're going to get into town. You're going to need to actually get to the harbor to be able to see anything. Um, How did it get, get here again? Excuse me? How did that ship get here? Who was sailing it? This was the, the slaves. ship. The Eridonian slaves. Well, there were two boats. There was the, the enemy boat that arrived... Um, and then you killed all of the people that were manning it, and then you freed all the slavers who were row the slaves who were rowing it. And then there was the boat that came to deliver message from the homeland. So technically, there are two boats here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Elaine, we died in that town. We lose. I don't think that boat would be here, Neil, because it would have landed on the other point where we usually would have met. We never told them to come into town. Sure. They could be sitting out in the harbor. They could just be bobbing out in the water. I figured that they're probably going to want to be hanging out. We didn't talk what what those people are doing, but they did send a a small skiff to land to make contact with you. But that was days ago. So I imagine you probably said, yeah, sure, you can come and, like, get some food and sleep in a nice bed. Or you might have told them to just live on the ocean by themselves and wait out there. We didn't quite cover that. Okay, then let's backtrack it and say they stayed where I said they would stay the first time around these islands. Sure. They'll stay on the other side of the islands, and from time to time, they'll poke their head out to see if you're sending them a signal. All right. Um, Pick up a message, right? That was the deal. Right. So the party's coming into town, and you can see the easy-to-set-a-fire buildings are set afire. The hard-to-set-a-fire buildings are usually more or less intact, unless they happen to be near a house that is um, in conflagration. That's the right word. Um, The group of you can march on into town, and you can see the orcs 
on their wargs. They're here still. They're definitely here. But all if there was ever a pretend semblance of structure to their group, it's God now. Because you get into town and you can see that there is an orc who has brought, you know, the corpse of some individual on top of the, the warg. And he's got like an arm of the person in hand that he's just like holding out near to the fire to sort of like be roasting this this arm. And is this orc wow. really gonna be eating human flesh? Like that seems like that's a that's an orcish stereotype. That's a harmful orcish stereotype, but sometimes it might be true. Um, but in this situation, you do have you know a dismembered person laid across this Nook, orc's Nook's lap. eating a baby. Um, but it's or an orc by himself on his warg. You know he's not with any of these other orcs. They seem to be enjoying the pillage so to speak. So what's the plan? Survivors? Where are they? Like human survivors? Yeah. Well, they're not hanging out in the streets where you can see them. That's for certain. Oh, got it. Yeah. If they're, I think we're, Mm -hmm. we're going to make use of the chaos that's happening. We'll all like organized walk through town. Like as a group. Mm -hmm. Picking off like stragglers if we find any. Elaine, do you want to try and like reclaim this town or do you want to get everyone on a ship and go back to safety like get the fuck out of here we know what happened in santa barbara if they want to ride us down they ride us down what do you mean we how are we going to make it in a uh, to a ship on foot with people against riders no we are walking through yep exactly i'm not backing down all right you see this one orc in front of you maybe you know 100 yards down the street in the glow of the fire of the building nearby got this arm that he's holding out over the fire slowly roasting it or something like that um what's the plan are you ordering archers to shoot him down marching up towards him more or less ignoring him we're trying to shoot him all right great that's orc doesn't seem to notice you coming. As I said, you're 50, 100 yards, some good distance from him. He's got night vision, but the night vision doesn't stretch that far. And he's next to this bright fire of this burning building, which would wash out anything the, the great distance. So I think, at least with this first orc, you can get a full round of attacks off. And I, I'm certain you're going to kill him. In fact, I'm ready just to hand wave the, the shooting down of this orc, because you've got nine, nine bowmen with you, all told. Um... That's 18 shots. There's no way you're not doing like eight damage to someone in 18 shots, especially at plus two to hit because he doesn't see, he can't see you in the darkness. Um, so the first orc, easy just to take down with arrows. And the warg will growl and howl and make a quick morale check. Filled with bloodlust is the warg. Oh yeah, yeah. The warg, happy for combat. Here's the sound of twanging bows. The wargs are bred for war and goes like galloping in the direction of the sound of combat, ready to rip some more flesh from limbs. But the streets here, you can fit four people in a shield wall side to side. And um, we're just gonna do a quick 1d10 for the warg. I'm gonna handway, not handway, but speed run some of the stuff and a 1d10 for the party. Um, yeah, so the warg starts running down. You've got your shield wall set up in front of you. The warg will throw itself on the shield wall, you know, leaping forward to rip someone to shreds. It's got the, the bloodlust going in it. Um, and it's a 10, which is not nearly good enough to hit someone. It'll throw itself essentially on a shield, and your four spearmen can probably make real quick work of this guy. One, two, three, four. 
Uh, that's actually only three damage to the warg who has a the lot of boat? HP. Um, we'll, we'll get there. Right, because we've got... I'm only putting two here, but there's four because they're they're in mm -hmm. close quarters. Um, you know, the, the warg will come bolting down a situation like this, not actually in this exact spot, and attacking this guy here. Where's our... Where is our city pillage here we go excellent um the the spearman will you know stab at this warg and we're going to enter into like an actual sort of combat situation are we not here. getting any attacks that's what i'm getting towards yeah because i imagine you why are we your... getting them now you shot down the orc the warg charged. I was just trying to hand wave some things to move things along quickly that you would have your four spearmen in a spear wall in front of you. The warg jumps on him. You stab him. The orc is lying dead behind him. And I was going to run into the, the regular combat of the party. Okay. Unless that was not... I thought that was just a really easy, sensible plan to shoot the orc. Sure. Go ahead. Um, the question is, what is... Now that there is one warg engaged with your soldiers, what's the plan? Bunker down, kill the warg, move forward? Yeah. Yeah? All right. You got a spear wall. You got four people up front. They've got 15, uh, 16 AC, 17 when they cover each other with their shields. You're going to leave it just to these four people to hack this warg to death, which they can do pretty easily? Or do you want to step forward yourself? Bow shots over your close quarter soldiers at the war isn't really going to be possible. That's no. It's too... I mean, I can just flank it, right? Didn't like if there's enough space here, you no. Know? Yeah, yeah, you can find a like, come forward in front of the wall, find a spot. Is, I mean, is the wall blocking everything in between the houses? I don't know because we said they're wider than they are. Are they like this and I can't shoot? You can find a flanking spot. Yeah, this is this is perfect. This is great. You can move off to the side to get an angle of attack. Um, 12 against 14 plus one for flank. The 17 will definitely hit for three points of damage. Excellent. Crumb, you're here with, with everyone Ooh, as well. Yeah. Where's, where's a little crumpet over here? Excellent. Near to death yourself. The warg will make another bite. Still not a hit. And we're just going to stab it down. One more... Uh, let's or see. not. Oh, God. All right. So the warg is taking some amount of damage. And I think it's vastly outnumbered. 16 on its morale check on the next round. If the warg goes first, which it absolutely does not, it'll go last. Elaine, take two more shots. We'll get four more spears. And then the warg is going to run, which is five, six, seven damage. Um, and the warg will bolt, provoking four opportunity attacks, although Elaine will probably just kill it right here anyway. So the warg goes down easy, as we expected. No damage to the party, couple of arrows lost. The group can move through the, the streets of the town. And as you're getting on down the main boulevard, actually getting towards the, the main section of town, you will see that there are three orcs on top of wargs in this main area near the, the fountain down here. Mm. Um, I'm going to give them a check to see if they see you coming. That is an excellent roll on their perception. They'll see. 
the the cavalry, the, the metaphorical cavalry, the lot of you arriving. Um, no one's surprised. I think this is our opportunity for initiative here. Um, so let's just get. Can some we get their little tokens up? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting tokens for everyone. One, two. Okay, so we've got three, four. We've got this many archers. One, two, three, four, five. We've got this many spearmen, this many archers, the two of you, plus two horses with Vordren and Vincent and the, the goat herder who I was imagining leading the horses. That way we have all of our infantry available to us. Um, and everyone except for our PCs is at full HP. And out here we have one, two, three wargs with an equal number of orcs on top of them. Do we get to see which ones are the right ones? I missed the operative word there. Which ones are what? The hurt ones, because we shot yeah. them when they rode past. They're not at full HP, right? Yeah. So there are there were nine living ones. There are now eight living ones, um, and three of them were four of them were injured. So three d eight orcs number seven, three, and one. So two of those are wounded orcs, and they have orc number one, orc number three. I will give them the appropriate HP piles. Orc number one, orc number three. There we go. So yeah, this is what you see. And they'll call to each other when one of them spots you. It's probably there to be able to spot you. Um, they'll call and look in your direction, and the party will see them. What are your what are your orders, Elaine? I think we're going to block the exit. So, like shield wall here, and then I don't know how how wide this is. One person front here. Make sure we don't get surrounded. I can't see where here and here is, but... Uh, Can you see my ping? Yeah, yeah. Okay, up here and here. This and this I would like to block. Yeah. Yes. So one person... You can do two people to guard this passageway, um, but that's just people standing. If it's four people, then it's a full-fledged shield wall with AC bonuses. Sure. Okay. We'll take that. Right. Send two more over here. Archers and you guys. And I don't assume there's any way to get a higher ground around from here. Mm -mm. The way not. up the the roof or anything like that. Um, Can you go into the house, shoot from the window, <laughs> like open up the gross house and see if there's a window that's leading into this direction? I'd imagine there might be, but the problem is that if we go in there, then we're in a freaking house mm -hmm. and we're like separated. Uh, the grocer has bad lighting. Apparently, you can see that there is windows in this house, but there are no windows in the grocers. Uh, you can get people to boost each other to get on top of a um, a roof if you would like. That is a doable thing. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll okay. take a boost, and I'll guess we're trying to get some archers up. If that's mm -hmm. possible. Yep. 
Um, we'll leave, we'll say these two soldiers are helping everyone else climb up. We'll get four on the butchers and we'll get, oops, uh, four on the grocers, plus a lane on the grocers. Our war, as you guys are climbing and the spearmen are moving, the wargs will rally around a call and they're just going to ride north out of town. Um, they're just going to leave. They're not here to fight to the end. The, this is just a raiding party. Get in, do some damage, take some stuff, and then get the hell out. And as you go to corner them, they'll just take this one northward route along the edge of the swamp, along the edge of the marsh. And as they go, they'll shout and bellow and beckon, and they'll pick up the other riders. I'm going to see if they can get all of them or if there's still a few more trapped in the area. No, they will grab all of them. And by the time the sun rises the next day, because there's not much to do here, um, there will be, you'll have killed two orcs, one warg, one warg has just run off, and the remaining eight orcs have fled, leaving the town mostly intact, but all the easily burnable thatched roofs burned. Hmm. The dawn comes. Vincent and Vordren will slowly wake up as people look out across the less than optimal city. Think oh, I guess we'll have we'll have to help people assess the damage that was done. Have a look at who died. You know what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, you can get head counts. I don't know if any of that information is actionable that's a good thing to do but I don't know if that will change any of your decision making on what to do going forward also what are we going to do about Vincent and Vordren I don't know I'll need my time these are questions for next week yep because it's one past eleven so yes I need more than one minute to think about it you know, that's a good decision right there. Don't make hasty judgments. And it looks like we will be back again next week for more Rise of Drekus Chapter Mom 2. Does. We'll catch you guys next week. Good luck.